Oh, like, we can't shit talk as much if we're gonna post it on the Instagram. You just have to be on, you know. Ooh, I already don't like this. What, the headphones? No, my voice. It's not that big a deal, man. Can you add some bass to my voice, please? I don't know how to do any of that stuff, man. We're doing alright. How do you what? Check, 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 one, two, toast! Yeah. <laughs> Do we need a spit screen? Nah, man. Let me hear you. Hello. I... Did you turn the mic off by accident? No. I'm just relaxing. Okay. I still can't. You're not registering. Right here. Okay, now nah, I hear you. You got me? Yeah, I got you, man. Thanks for coming on, you guys. Really appreciate it. Yeah. It's starting. Yeah, I mean, it's been started for a couple minutes now. Okay. Two mm. minutes. Good. How are you guys? <laughs> We're good. Yeah. These are all questions I've already asked you like five times. How are you? What's going on while we were setting up the podcast? Yeah, why are you doing this? Oh, doing what? This podcast? Yeah. It's the only thing that brings me happiness. <laughs> it can't be the only thing. My kids are different. Even when I'm having fun with my kids, I'm stressed. I'm like, who's paying for this? You know, think about think about high school. They're five. They're five and three. I'm thinking about high school and stuff. Yeah, it doesn't have fun. Comes with, yeah. This is no consequence. This is very low stakes. Not, this is purely for me. I don't <laughs> care about anything else except whatever. You know, people have hobbies, you know? Yeah, hopefully we get to some, down to the fucking like, bottom of something. Yeah, sometimes it does turn into a weird type of therapy session. You know? I'm really hoping it's... Yeah, I like For this that. dude. You guys want to introduce yourselves to my fans? All eight of them? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, all right. Well, uh, we're Mike and Mike from Crime and Punishment <laughs> Brewing Company. Hell yeah. Uh, started it, uh, you know, five, six years ago now. Wow, really? Yeah, been open three and three and a half. Uh, yeah, three quarters, almost four. February marks uh, this past February marked five years since I left my job. Wow! To do this, I quit my job and started going hanging out at Mike's house and home. That's awesome. And trying to open up the brewery. Yeah, and we were even doing it before that a little. Yeah, yeah, it was in the summer before then. Yeah. I feel like I feel like this isn't loud enough. I don't know. What do you do? How do you gotta turn it up? I know he uses this is this, this is, is this Garage Band. Garage Band? I don't know how to uh turn up your mics. You wanna come over here? Alright, yeah, let's do that. So I think you are you're two and yours is like barely registering. Okay, that's probably yeah. That probably works. Yeah. See, I have a I have a voice for radio. I just project my voice. Yeah. Naturally, it just picks up. You Hello. got a great voice too. Hello. Hello. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's if real I'm, good. If I'm on top of it, it's still not. Hang on, no one talk. 
Is there a gain on the uh, input on the Zero, mixer? Zero three. Hello. All right, we're back. I don't know when I. I think I think the wire hit the stop. So I'm gonna move this mouse, this keyboard. Huh? <sighs> what have you guys been up to, man? Wow. Yeah, let's just cut all the bullshit out. What's, what's going on with you guys? I was looking forward to like 15 minutes of bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Why is that your favorite part of the podcast? No, not at all. You gotta establish some foundation. Like what? I think you turned your mic off. No, I'm in yeah, here. Yeah, that's good. I that's just good. have to talk loudly. Yeah, or bring it really close to your face. You gotta let's kiss fix, that mic, baby. Let's fix Mike's mic. Hold on. If I put it, yeah, I can talk like this. How all to night. turn it up? Every. I'm glad. I'm glad this we're doing a podcast with talk, some. Talk, talk. Hey, hey. Hey, whoa, Poppy got it. Is it on the interface? Yep. How you doing tonight? That's so much better. How are you doing tonight? Oh my God, that's so much better. How are you doing tonight? Yeah. Wow, I can hear. Yeah. Like I hear you guys. Yeah. <laughs> All right. There this we is go. great. <laughs> now we're doing. Now we're doing business. <laughs> Ooh, he might be too loud. No, no, no. He's good. I'll keep it. It's good. It's so much better now. It's easier to turn it down than it is to turn it up in post. Sure. I thought there wasn't any post editing. So we got to get somewhere, right? That's the key. It's the key of this engagement. To get what? Where? To get somewhere. To. No, there's no, there's no objective. There's no goal. I mean, the only thing that I wanted to do was get you guys on. And you're here, so it doesn't. Yeah, we'll talk about stuff. Whatever you want to talk about. It's it's uh yeah talking about. I don't know, whatever's left. Whatever, yeah. What? I don't know, man. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, we can get to some things that actually matter eventually. Maybe nothing can, matters. But maybe, they don't really matter. Maybe that's yeah, already be been talked about. Yeah, nothing matters and everything matters. This doesn't, nothing's important. Unless you yeah. want it to be, I guess. Like, what's been on your mind that you feel like is a. Uh, you know, something that you want to talk about. Mm. I came with very little game plan. Mostly just coming and hanging out with you. Me too. <laughs> That's how this works. We thought maybe we could talk about beer. Practice a little bit. Okay. Uh, a, a little bit. Like, eh. what, po- what podcast do you guys listen to? I don't listen to any beer podcast. No, just podcasts in general. It doesn't have to be about beer. I listen to Hidden Brain. That's okay. like... Uh, I, if I listen... <laughs> If I listen nice. to There's any podcast, book. mostly on being, yeah, it's, I don't know, it's like psychology, mm. uh, I don't know. Yeah. Is that something you've always been interested in or some like post, that's some post-college shit? Is no, that I guess I've always 
I've always been interested in the human mind, how everybody works. We can talk about these things later, though. What's wrong with right now? I need a... <laughs> Give me another... Uh, I could talk about it now. We we gotta we gotta introduce ourselves. We need again. some context. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, let's reintroduce ourselves because uh, or introduce you guys because everything that we might have said is probably gone. I don't know, but it, it most likely is gone. Okay. So we have Mike and Mike from Crime and Punishment Brewery. Crime and Punishment Brewing is it brewing or brewery? Brewing company. Brewing company is the LLC. The it's LLC. Whatever you want to call it. Live from Brewery Town. Right now we're on 29th and Gerard. Your business is located on 27th and Gerard. You guys have been in business or have been trying to open this place for basically five years. That's where we left off. That's where we left off. Getting close to year four? The year four anniversary? This yeah. What is it? July, right? You know. Yeah. yeah. I've been at every party. <laughs> there every year. I know you guys from me doing work for the plumber, Kenny Klein. And then the second that I realized that you guys were cool, I just would not leave yeah. the bar. I just kept coming back. And it was pretty fun. Yeah, you'd park it some nights. <laughs> Dog, I would, like, I would like show up on like Sunday for brunch. I would eat for brunch. And then it's just like, well, where else am I? Like, I'm going to go home a, and be Have bored. a kielbasa for dinner. Yeah. Yeah. Not always the kielbasa, the the pierogies. Yeah, because I don't really, yeah, I don't absolutely. really, I don't really eat pork. That's right, you don't. I don't, but the pierogies were amazing. The, <laughs> I love mushrooms. Oh, the pierogies! Oh, the pierogies! I've, I've vomited in your establishment many nights. Uh, one of my craziest New Year's Eve stories came from. I showed up. Uh, I don't even think I actually, I think I was working or I forget what happened, but I basically had half a beer and was dead. One of your employees, Mark, shout out to Mark Housen, took me back to his place. Let, Cause I, he found me in the basement. I was vomiting all over the floor. Oh, I remember this night. <laughs> yeah. I had to fucking mop it all up. <laughs> no, I thought he cleaned it up. Yeah, he cleaned oh, it up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He mopped it up. Cause there's an indirect waste down there, which people, which for those who don't know, is basically just like an open drain. That I thought I could hit pretty well with my yeah in the dungeon, vomit. yeah, and I just missed, and it just was all over the floor, <laughs> and I passed out in the chair, and he's like, "You need to go lay down." Takes me out of the bar, takes me back to his house, lays me in his bed, and he leaves. He's like, "You can stay here as long as you want." I wake up five minutes before, or maybe like nine minutes before New Year's Eve. It's like eleven, whatever, eleven fifty one, eleven fifty four, run. Back to crime and punishment. Walk up to Sean and say, "I need two of the strongest beers you got." Yeah, chug one, and then I bring in Happy New Year's with you guys, and I dance, dance for hours. I think there was a DJ there. I think were you DJing? I did DJ the New Year's. That, that was that was the that the was one the that, night you threw up in the that basement. I threw up in the basement. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it was like me, Al, Serena. I'm trying to think who else is there. Oh, the whole crew was through that night. Uh, Jen, the whole squad was there. That's, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. it was yeah. great. I'm just dancing. I was wearing like a a jersey with no undershirt. A Lakers one. It was the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. It was ah. a Will Smith jersey, and I remember. Specifically, I just remember bright colors. Yeah, I remember. Speci- I remember specifically because I was not wearing deodorant, and I was self conscious. I was like, I probably stink. I probably. Yeah, like it was like shit. an onion cookie. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it was. I remember. Yeah. 
How'd you guys come up with... Some context. Yeah. How'd you guys come up with the idea of the bar? Like, what... What what led to actually? Because any anybody could come. Do up you with really want to know? I watched I watched a video like a Kickstarter back from maybe like 2012, 2000 yeah, of this place called Blackstone in Michigan, like the Upper Min- Peninsula of Michigan in Marquette. Okay. And they opened up a little, just a very tiny little place, brewing in like basically what looked like home brewing equipment i was like oh i can do this yeah was selling selling my beer and bottles out of my house to friends uh it went through several different iterations until eventually the the biggest thing for me was adam adam frisaro giving me like talking to me like hey you can actually do this no he's like i'm gonna give you money Oh, he's like, I like this beer. I need to get behind this. Okay. So you want to, yeah, can we start doing this? And then. And this is. And then he told me about Mike. Oh, you guys were friends prior? No. No. He told me about Mike, who he knew through Andrew Yang. It's like, okay, yeah, let me go hang out with him. So. This is 2013? Yeah, this is now. That's probably like. No, yeah. Twenty thirteen. Twenty twelve. And now it was August, July, August of twenty thirteen. Yeah. Damn, that's crazy. <laughs> we did a event for Pizza Brain. Well, we did two. Wow. Events. Shout out to Pizza Brain. Yeah, shout out to Pizza Brain. Uh, yeah. What did we make? We made a. Uh, indecent exposure, right? Indecent and conjugal. Yeah. Uh, Lychee. Is that one? Of, that's one of your first brews. Gra- yeah, grapefruit uh, pale ale. Grapefruit pale ale. And a lychee uh, farmhouse ale with. Yeah, we were on it. We were. Yeah. Lychee. Well, we haven't even like done milk? shit like this. We were on it. The beer was. It was all right. <laughs> it was all right. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, is that is that around the time of like whatever the craft beer boom? I guess. No, just like when motherfuckers just started popping up. Probably pretty like, post. Well, like, like the the big one with like, I mean, what do we have? Like Tom's beers. This is from like 1998. Drinking a 90 minute. Oh fuck! I think we're alright still. That's just the headphones. We're on the spaceship, and uh, next thing I know, I can't see out of the window, and I'm just. Asking them to like let me out, let me out. I'm gonna fall back down to the planet. Okay. Uh, sorry, I just started making that up. Once the <laughs> thing cut out, I made it up a different. Story. Nothing cut out. That was just the <laughs> headphones. It's still <laughs> recording from the second, whatever, a couple seconds ago. Anyway, yeah. So, two-hearted. Yeah. Ninety-minute. Avery. Yeah, I'm looking at breweries over there. Yeah, those are '90s breweries that got. But I guess I'm saying big because they were, they were I'm, good. I'm guess I'm saying like when it became, whatever. I I don't know if mainstream is the term. You can't. I don't know if you can use the same ideology as you can with music, where it's just like something happens, right? It gives birth, and it's happening for years, and it has a scene. It already exists, but then there's like a switch where like now everyone knows about it. Sure. So like, it stopped. It stopped being in like your weird like. 30 you're making beer in your basement like, like late, late 30s mid 40s dad in the 90s to yeah uh 
we can now go go drinking and college kids are drinking it. Yeah. So what is that? What is that? Two thousand. It's hard to put a date on it. I think it's been a slow, steady increase slow. since the seventies, really. But mm, okay, he's a historian over here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How'd you guys yeah. get into making beer? Like what? What happened? It can't just be. I mean, it might just be. Oh, I like drinking beer. Let me see how. I, like, if I made it myself, how could I change some stuff? Well, I got into it through uh, fellow friends that brewed. And it was tasting, and and I had like you know, I remember having Corona, okay, and, and then uh, Yingling Black and Tan, and yeah, there we go. And then I speaking my language, baby. <laughs> and then I had some English Browns and uh, Black and Tans, and I was like, oh, this is like completely new and different to me. And they made it, and I was like, whoa, how do I do this? And yeah. so I jumped in there i guess so from seeing like your peers essentially seeing your peers try made you be like oh i could definitely do this yeah mike i had a a friend a close friend named eric at the time who i was in a band with and he was in the craft beer he was like six years older than me okay and my first were like lining kugel raspberry wheat a golden monkey and a yingling. Nice. And I was like, oh shit. This is, I couldn't even finish like the whole bottle of the golden monkey, but the raspberry wheat, I was like, wow, this is really good. Yeah. Well, I guess for the or time, yeah, for the time. And it's like, I can actually drink it. It's, it's flavorful. You're coming out of like drinking, I mean, I don't know, like juice. You're, you're most like whatever you can correlate to. Something, some kind of like yummy liquid. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. when you have Gatorade or a soda or yeah, Sprite yeah, yeah. or, and you're having beer for the first time and you have it have like mm. a Budweiser or a Ying and you're like, what is this? It tastes yeah. So this is tastes like a, bread. This is like this is like, it's like the first <laughs> time you had a beer. You're yeah, yeah. So yeah. what age was that? Uh, twenty. Twenty. That was the first time you had a beer. Yeah. What about you? First time you had a beer. <laughs> Fourteen. <Yeah. laughs> I'm at like five. Yeah, get out of here. <laughs> but like, but like, really steal, had a whole to, beer. Well, I used to drink Rolling Rocks. That was my beer. Mm. Rolling Rocks, not bad. Yeah, I used to just steal it's them not from really the bar. Beer either, so. <laughs> it was low alcohol content, but I also was like drink it with 50 a straw. Pounds. I was like fifty pounds, so it probably was like. Hit and you had like a, a whole Rolling Rock all the time. That's what I used. Yeah, I was a drunk child. <laughs> In hindsight, I used to think like, why was I so clumsy? Why was I so like? quick to get in a fight. So Were was like, you I was just pulling drunk. rolling rocks out of the fridge? I would, at any time I would come to my grandma's bar down here on Flora Street. Hmm. So if I would get dropped off Friday R. night. R.I.P. Sarah's. Yeah, R.I.P. Sarah's. Now it's Otto's. Friday by 7 o'clock, I was, I had my first beer. By Sunday, I'm probably like, they wouldn't give me, they wouldn't be like, oh, here, just get, keep handing them to me. But I would have sneaked, snuck, or like gotten at least another two beers and maybe like a little little finger dab of like whiskey or some shit or something. It was a wild time, man. The 90s were crazy. Yeah, it was. Somebody kept saying that Rolling Rocks were non-alcoholic. So they were just, they thought it was funny to let me have them. I've never seen a beer, maybe, yeah, maybe look more like water in a glass. 
than a rolling rock. Yeah. Or a rolling and rock if light. you are an adult and you're drinking rolling rocks, you're basically not you're not getting drunk. No, not at all. At all. So it's just like I could give this to a child, but really you can't. You can't. You shouldn't. But it was cool. I appreciate it. Probably all my kidneys are fucked up. Don't give it to your children. No, 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 no. One time I had a, I had like some weird cocktail that I made sitting on my nightstand because I didn't finish it. And my daughter picked it up and she went to go put it to her lips and she smelt it and she just dropped it on the floor. She was like, this smells horrible. And I was like, all right, good. They're not exactly like me. They look exactly like me, but they don't have that whatever spirit that makes them eat or drink whatever is in front of them, you know? There's like, a spirit? Yeah, you, you ever meet someone who just like doesn't wanna You ever meet someone who doesn't wanna like you take them like, oh let's go eat this and they're like, I'm not I won't I won't do that. And you're like, dog, you're twenty yes, you're twenty six, yes, you can't yes. eat a bond me. Yes, yes. That's the, a part of you know Yeah, having a friend that's like, No, I've never had sushi before, I don't wanna have sushi. What are you talking about? You're yeah, tw- yeah you're twenty seven years old, you've never eaten like at least a yeah, California haven't had roll? Indian food. I'm in my <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm in it doesn't make any sense. Meeting people, yeah, in my mid twenties that hadn't had any sort of like culinary experience and like, just you, just try it. What's wrong with even just try it? <laughs> try it. I remember when I was in, I was in uh, charter school. It was like fifth or sixth grade. We had a some type of like weird Asian appreciation week. We read Sakura and a thousand paper cranes, and at the end of the week, our teachers brought in traditional Asian dishes and sushi. <laughs> Whatever it's a tastes good. It's a black. It's a black charter school filled with black kids, all black teachers, and I'm the only. Is my class had like 25 kids in it, and I'm the only one that's like, oh, I'll try that sushi, like, and no one else ate wow. it. So I got to eat a lot of good sushi, and I was like, this is great. This is my first time ever eating it. And I was like, this is amazing. And my no, mom, no one else tried it. My mom had sushi for the first time two years ago when I took my dad out for his birthday. That's crazy. And two years ago? Yeah, so she was sixty six. Never had sushi. And had it and was like <laughs> <laughs> But th- Yeah, it 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 is that's excusable, I guess, sure. She's coming from a different different yeah, generation. Different era. But yeah. but if you are in you mean someone who like if you're in high like school with mid been... any anywhere in the twenty to thirty realm Even and 40s. you're choosing cho- yeah, and you're choosing to not taste something it's weird shout out to brandon coons who refuses to pee. refuses to eat most things i'll be right back <laughs> you guys keep talking anyway it's just I'll me it's, it's, it's pabu and i all right here we go back on the story yeah let's uh i'm gonna interview you so <laughs> i'll turn it back around let's uh Let's go back to the beginnings of CNP. Really? Yeah, why not? Okay. Some more context, no? Context is fun. So when we first opened, we were four days a week. Yes. We were there were four of us running it. Danny and Kristen. Yeah. Shout out. Yep. Uh we really had no idea what we were doing. None of us. No, none of us at all. Uh, no, yeah, no ownership. There was seven people, n- no idea what we were doing. No one had a space. No one with restaurant experience or uh, you just know. knew we had to like wake up, s- make beer, sell beer, make food, sell food. 
Yeah. yeah. And we struggled and to do it for four days a week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was pretty yeah. intense. And, like, the same people were there th- those four days for, like, 14-hour days. I can't even there. remember, like, days off in that time. No. Yeah. Like, I just remember a constant, like, orb of stress on my life. Just yeah. nothing, nothing but, nothing but, like... Yeah. When, what year were you married? What year did you get married? Uh, la, 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 la. I'm going on seven in October. Hmm. So what is it? 2019, 2012. 2012. October so, of 2000. October 6, 2012. So right when you decided to get married, right when you got after you got married, you guys embarked on this new journey yeah. of like yeah, it was starting I, this business. Well, I'd spent that I spent that summer, uh, after after grad school, and I applied to. 21 jobs and ended up just with no mm, real prospects or yeah, no ch- real prospects so i went a like tss for a year came back that summer 2013 the next summer and was like al i gotta do something else i want to i hate this well yeah. yeah we're just having an existential crisis like i wasn't getting out of life what i th- think like my creativity and my energy can can do and f- yeah like what i studied and ended me up i mean it ended me up in a lot of debt <laughs> would you go to school for again uh psychology uh yeah yeah i mean i have an undergraduate in pastoral counseling Whew. yeah so there there's religion mixed in and yes, and and then uh a&m a master's in theological studies is what I have from Eastern University, but I did an ITEP my last year. Mm. I was also valedictorian. Wow. And uh, got a, a yeah, $3,000 reward for being the best in both history and philosophy. Wow. Just, just shout like out a- to myself. I got to feel better sometimes. Mm, yeah. <laughs> were you just like a, the perfect student, you feel like? You feel like you were like just a good student all throughout school? It was an easy school. Okay. But uh, yeah, I, I I took it seriously. You're I wanted good. to learn. Took it seriously. I deconverted though in that time, so there's more context. I lost my faith. Wow. And that was yeah. Why do you think you lost your faith though? Uh, history studying, uh, mm. losing this idea. Start learning about all these folks, and you're like, yeah, you. Well, we can't go talking about all this now. Mm. We got to get back on track. This has this has something to do with my existential crisis though, and the work, existential work, crisis led to crime and punishment. A, a bit, yeah. I, I read too much philosophy. I, I took I took my I don't know. I I took my life so seriously at that point, and I felt like I had this standard. You, I had to be, be you like, were really young. You were like what, twenty four, twenty three? Yeah, twenty three, twenty four. Twenty three, yeah. Just gotten married, and you're like, this isn't enough. Fuck this. Yeah, essentially. I was 20, uh, Where were you at when you got when you got on board for this project? Uh, well, I just graduated with a psychology degree from Bloomsburg. <laughs> You're the one with a psychology degree. There uh, we go. And I moved to Philadelphia because of my friend Andrew Yang. Um, yeah. Just a shout out to second him. Shout out. Yeah, why do, second why do shout I, out. How do I know him? Uh, does he go to Circle? He does. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't go to Circle, but I know a lot of Circle jerks. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I know I know so many of those dudes. We met through yeah, we right. met through him, and uh, I was living at his apartment, his parents' apartment, where him and I lived, and a couple of our friends. And that's when Mike and I started brewing together. 
Yeah, uh, you got connected through. What's his name again? Adam. Sean? Adam. Yeah. He uh, was, yeah, Adam Fusaro. Adam Fusaro. I know that dude. Been in this house. Said he said he would give me fifteen thousand dollars to was, work on this to do it, and then we convinced other people somehow. S- more people give us money. <laughs> John and Scott and Chris. Scott and Hatch and Chris and Danny to 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 just work. And yeah, they some, discovered they didn't like it. Ultimately, I I don't know. But somehow we convinced a lot of people to give us money, <laughs> yeah. and yeah, we yeah, really yeah. we really didn't make Wait, very what do you mean good it, beer. What, what do you point. mean they didn't like it though? I don't know. You gotta have a passion for passion for it. And uh, yeah, like we don't we actually don't like this this business at all. Yeah, maybe it could. It, I think there's a lot of factors that play into that. You don't think you made good beer back in the day when you guys first started? No, we had no idea <laughs> what you were doing. No, we didn't. You even think it was a scale thing? It was like, oh, I'm only used to making be- whatever a batch for like. Mm, yeah, it's scale. It's equipment. It's even just we weren't in touch with the beer landscape that was available at that point. And then when we opened it, you know, it progressed a lot faster. I think information just started like. Yeah, because of flooding a, in like co- because experience. of a couple factors, but is it mostly experience or is it just like feedback? Uh no, I think it was it's social media and mm. a lot you know a lot of things, but yeah, I, don't, I mean we brewed in my backyard in North Philadelphia uh, on Eleventh Street, and nice we would just be dumping giant <laughs> uh, plastic things of beer and well wort uh, in, into unfermented beer into containers in a chest freezer that was temperature controlled and. We would be making like a barrel at a time, and yeah, it you know. And then you transition into some of it was okay. Transition into the 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 brewery where it's like I don't know how I don't like what's the yeah it's seven barrels so seven barrels yeah, at once as yeah, opposed to one yeah it's a lot bigger and completely different mm-hmm. and a lot less room for error. You feel like um. Well, I think it's more forgiving and some it's more forgiving because it's easier to clean, but there's techniques and stuff that we tried as home brewers that we did successfully once and then failed a couple times, like kettle souring and mash souring and stuff like that, and then at the brewery, it's a lot easier, yeah, yeah, which we at that point wasn't really as mainstream as it is now, so uh it took a lot of work. Yeah, it took a lot of work and experimentation, and yeah. you know we didn't really know what we were doing on that kind of. The equipment. only place like us before we had opened was in Nottingham. That was really it. Where is that? Uh, it doesn't exist except in uh, Kurt moved it, his ownership down whatever he owned from it down to Second District. Okay. In South Philly, but like a small craft beer pub. And and making, you know, trying to make beers that aren't, yeah, your traditional, usu- you, you, yeah, your u- traditional, yeah, your usual fare that you're that you're catching. My yeah. first my first job was at this place called Manyung Brewery, at the beginning of Manyung, it's like you cross, it's like Ridge Ave sprouts off into Manyung, and then the next light is Manyung Brewery. Yeah. And that place beer when I f- when I started working there whatever, 2011 was horrible, <laughs> and th- they were guys who were like, 
older. They were really pretentious about what they were doing, and they just didn't realize that like no one wanted to drink. I gotta leave you guys to have a discussion about Maniunk. Uh Oh yeah, yeah. You've been a Maniunk for I've a little a, minute now. I've got a whiz. Yeah, go ahead, go pee. You've been in Maniunk for uh, what is it, two, three years now? I'm actually in Roxborough. Roxborough, okay. Ooh, yeah. ooh, la di da. Yeah. Well, and I'm at the top of the hill, baby. Andorra, if you want to be specific, uh, but la di da. Right off of Ridge. Wait, are you right off of Ridge Ave? Yeah. Okay. Maniunk's interesting because it's been a brewery for my goodness, thirty years, almost thirty years now. Yeah, a really long time. So they've had you know so many people brewing there and. You know, floods. Floods definitely yeah. have affected that business. <laughs> like nobody, like no one. They being at the bottom of that hill, and then just never preparing yourself. They've never been like, you know what? Maybe we should like build this place up. Like they've just always every year they get flooded. It was actually like one of the, my least favorite parts about working there is just like spring will come around or like hurricane season will come around, and then it's just like. Uh, not only can you not work for four days, come in one of these days and move all the tables and chairs to the restoration hardware across the street or up the street so that they don't get damaged and that, you know, we don't go out of business. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also, you know, seeing how your guys' business works, and I don't know that much, you know, I'm just a, essentially a customer, you know. Even though I barely pay, and uh, I get a lot of, like I come in, like I could come in on a good day on some exclusive shit hasn't dropped yet and get a little taste, you know. Yeah, that's our invest. You know that's our investment in you. Yeah, you know, I could, I could, I, I have my ear to the streets more than some of the other regulars do. Yeah. But when I worked at Mini Young Brewery in 2011, 2012, and this might have been a case for a lot of other small brew pubs, they weren't, they didn't actually interact with anyone, like. The, the, it was three brewers. They never interact with anybody in the business. There was like 25 servers. They never actually asked anyone what they thought of anything. They never did any homework. It just seemed like they were like, oh, we know how to make this. We're just going to keep making this. And then shit just sucked for years until someone was like, you know, what? maybe you should like we get all the feedback because we're serving this beer every day and no one likes it. So why don't you let us tell you? you know, what's actually working. Do you feel like uh, when, you got f- when you guys first started that first year and a half or whatever, it was you were getting a lot of feedback that helped you? Sure, yeah. Um, but also shout out to places like Maniunk. Yes. Like they... Led, I'm not totally shitting on them. I'll, they they led the way with opening brew pubs. And the mid-90s definitely was... <laughs> The when, Dark Ages? For, uh, no, that's when shit took off. Oh, okay. And there was places you could go. Even I don't know. I would even say like the late, late, late nineties, early two thousands were more, more Dark Ages than the mid early nineties, mid nineties with with brew pubs. Yeah. Now the problem is now that you you're running into is just like anybody. So oversaturated. It's that's the wrong word. It's like anybody thinks they can can do it, hmm. and we, I don't know, man. Like we're one of the last places I think that can any any more in this environment open up legitimately with home brewing experience, very little money, and success- basically no money. Yeah, and successfully. Yeah, I had no capital to put into it. Pabu didn't. Like we, it was all our beer. 
and that just being good and sticking to a commitment of like, hey, yeah, we want to make good fucking beer and keep ourselves accountable to that. Like, I don't know, man. Do you feel like you have good standing in the neighborhood, you know, in Brewerytown? Which I guess the word that people use is gentrified, but like it's changing. You know, there's a lot of people coming in who aren't from Philadelphia, who aren't from the area. They don't they know the history of what Brewerytown is, but they don't know what it's been like on 29th and Gerard for the past 25 yeah. years. Yeah. Do you feel like you're in good standing with the people, you know, by, by I guess coming right before that wave, you know, there weren't that many other businesses on the Ave before you guys. There's a, a bunch of places that were there before you that aren't even here anymore. Yeah. You know, so much has turned over. I've I've lived in this. I moved to this neighborhood in 2010. Yeah. 26 in Gerard. Yeah. And so much has changed since then. A lot. On the avenue. Yeah. On the Ave. Open, I, I, I don't know, man. Like, opening here just made sense to me. Why? What, what was it about? I just didn't, I, I call me, yeah, there's certainly naivety plays a role. My yeah. own ignorance. My You're own. just like, I like it here. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I lived here. I also lived on Floor Street for a year. Yeah, yeah. Um, Shout the floor street. Yeah. And kind of had just, yeah, naive intentions of, of like, no, let's put a brewery here. Why hasn't someone put a brewery here? And like I said, I was inspired by this place in Marquette. Yeah. That was just like a kind of, I don't know, small town. Totally different context. I was like, I think I can do this. And I, I imagined it like, yeah, like one barrel a, at a time. Like being able to just have like this small little space. Yeah. You could just pump out beer, sell it, be open a couple of days a week. And breweries still thrive on that model. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, maybe not thrive, but hey, they, exist. they get They yeah. get, they get by. I yeah. don't know. I look at a place like Suarez that's open four days, three days a week. Usually. Yeah. Yeah. And, and today's climate, and, 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 it's and not that way with it. Minimal so, hours, like four yeah. or five hours at a time, and you're just selling your beer. People are traveling to just, like, taste your beverage. To taste your stuff. And so, yeah, you only have to have, like, four people working for you. It's a whole different... Yeah, you guys got a small staff, man. And every, everybody... That, I feel like everyone that's there now has been through... Other than, like, I guess you guys just hired a few new people or whatever. Yeah. But everybody that's there has been through... Has been through a lot with this, with it like Colin Joseph. Uh, we have an amazing staff. You know, just guys who like have you know, and Ian. He, I don't know. I I I don't <laughs> know. We've been lucky to have an amazing staff. Yeah. How do you, how do you guys even hire people? You just feel like you're like I like you. Here we you s- we stole them all actually. Stole we, them from where? Well, Colin's the only remaining stolen. Well, some of the originals, but yeah, no. <laughs> Just, yeah. We. I didn't like everyone that you guys used to have, though. Well, yeah, sure, but we <laughs> we hung we uh, hung around Brewery Town enough and met a lot of people, and we were uh, like, "Yo, <laughs> are you we busy Tuesday through Thursday, pre- or yeah, Wednesday through Friday?" We had a know. good year to. My perspective, perhaps, is skewed, them. but I'm I'm so thankful to have people like that to work because i don't know i i on my my perspective i feel like i had to work every every position yeah i've seen you do that just kind of get used to 
like what? It, well, someone what? has to do it first to yeah. train and teach, and, and well, so, we weren't very good at it though. Yeah, and then it's a lot of trial. It was fi- trial and error. Finding finding people, and honestly, yeah, the crew right now, it's 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 awesome. And do you guys feel like you get to sleep better at night? Yes, I'm sleeping for the first time this year. You know, not waking <laughs> up at one thirty. You were just saying as you sometimes get up and come back down or, you know, you feel like you need to finish something. But do you feel... Well, there's always a valve that might be open that I forgot to <laughs> I close, forget to do It's that. not even... Li- yeah, it's not even but like... Do you, I guess, do you feel more comfortable where you guys are now than you were, whatever, the first year in? The first full year in of, like, the doors are open, we're, this is our schedule. Do you feel like you're doing you're operating at a higher level than you were back then? Yeah. Well, yeah, I think yeah. we all learned. You've been how, growing. Yeah, we've learned yeah. how to do everything better and just You're doing know. it. Yeah, I look at my job now. It's like I was I was even I was like thinking today b- before this time like reflecting f- reflecting on stuff like the shit that I do now used to took me take me twice as long. Yeah. And I was just like think about it, do this, didn't have much time. Yeah. Like running around like a maniac trying to cover various things and now i'm just like oh well there's there's days when i'm bored <laughs> that's nice right <laughs> i'm like oh that's got to be a little nice that's got to be a little nice for like now you guys have the staff and you guys have the knowledge sure. where like you can kind of just like uh yeah we're well now you're not we're, afraid of people failing on you because you've you're kind of set up in a way where like yeah well i think it allows know, more time for other things that yeah. exactly okay. are you know beneficial to the business and us personally as well yeah yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> that's good yeah that's good man yeah uh, i think the biz the business thrives when i don't know we can find our find our space create think and yeah i don't know you guys have had some crazy ideas with the beers themselves over the years where does that stuff come from is that just from like being in the lab all day being bored or feeling weird and be like how come i can't do this how come i can't do that you know uh well i think it's um uh, it's uh, that's a that's in the can of worms i guess uh i think recently the intriguing thing about beer is how uh you know i can brew something in pennsylvania and some random person across the country can see it instantly on Instagram and, you know, they'll, you know, be like, oh, I'm going to try that or yeah. I'm going to do this. And the beer community is so connected through, you know, all these avenues online. And it, it, I think it, om- it stifles creativity in a sense, I think, because I can see like fruits becoming available seasonally on suppliers that everyone uses. And yeah. then all these same, you know, fruited beers like Soursop and Tangerine Mixture or whatever. And then, oh, this month everyone has that beer coming out. And I'm just like, ah, all right. Cool. Are you afraid of, uh, I guess it's not even people jocking your style, but like getting to a point where like you can't differentiate yourself from the herd, you know? People uh, catching up with your ideas or your style. Well, in Philadelphia, I think it's a it's a beer city, I guess, but I think it's a very young beer city. 
Uh, sorry, yards. And by <laughs> by young, you mean like inexperienced or inexperienced? And we don't have a lot of breweries per the you know per capita, I guess. Okay. Like, you know. Um, so no, I don't worry about that. I think you know, brewing is ninety nine percent process. So you know, whatever someone else is going to do is going to be different, even if it's the same ingredients the same yeah. and fruit and whatever else you want to throw in there, but. Uh, yeah, I, I think a uh, rising tide floats all boats, and I hope more breweries come to Brewery Town. Yeah, none do you, yet. Do you guys like hanging with uh? Well, doesn't that that other that place around the corner count? No, because uh, it's a chain. It's, it's not been there well, anymore. No, it's a yeah, new place. It's now. a new place. Wait, now. what is it now? It's gonna be hops. Oh, Damn! Wait, they're wait they're gone now. Yeah. That place is. Flying Fish was gone for a while, and then it was Brewtown Tap House, and that's been gone for like a Damn. good eight months. No, that can't even be like a full two year turnaround. That's like eight months per, then they're gone. Yeah. Well, when you're asking ten thousand dollars. Yeah, it's a very so, big space. Yeah. I said huge in space. Brewtown? Yeah. That's a huge space, and I remember I was there the their opening night back when I guess they were Flying Fish, and the service was just hard. It was just the worst. <laughs> <laughs> I had a quesadilla experience, where. Uh, like I was, I was asked for. I went in, asked for a quesadilla. Yeah, nothing. Yeah, nothing. That's similar to my experience, by the way. And then they're like, "Well, we can kind of like fudge something, fudge something up here," and then just brought back cold cheese between two cold tortillas. I was like, "You didn't even microwave this?" Yeah. I know you have a microwave back there. That's gross. Also, it doesn't take that long to make a quesadilla, by the way. It's like they had nothing. Nothing but, like, cheese cheese from your grocery store, shredded up in yeah. a bag. They sent somebody to the poppy store some across the street. Cr- some like, craft, yeah, 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 yeah. craft shit. Whatever that is. Whatever that kind of cheese is. Yeah, there's reasons, etc., for that place no longer existing. Don't even... Don't, don't know why. Yeah, well... God bless. God bless him in Brewery Town. Anyway, it's not a brewery. And yeah, it we're wasn't still a brewery. the only brewery back still in the brewery, only brewery, town in brewery Town since uh, Prohibition. Yeah, I was kind of pissed that Flying Fish, like the people in their front house, whoever who, whoever had that. Yeah, they, and, they and thought what, and, about And wasn't like, let's just put a small brew pub here. Let's and they thought about it. And they had a... They did. That was know, a really giant like, space, by the way. They yeah. had to... Could have had some big old tanks in there. Could have some nice big tanks. Big tanks go a long way. Making the same... Making... And they all would be making the same thing. It wouldn't even really have mattered. Yeah, but at you least know? they got some shiny stainless got in there. nice stuff. Some yeah. nice stuff people take pictures in front of, you know? Yeah. Yeah. What, yeah. Beer, what beer do you like? What do I like? Yeah. Of our beers. <laughs> My favorites have always been the Grod. See? The Gulag. The Gulag is for when I really want to get mm, recently bottled. Yeah. Coming soon. I like the Gulag. The Space Races. Some, I, I'm going to be honest with you guys. Some space race iterations are better than others. Sometimes you yes, get a, yes. Sometimes you get a space race and it's, so like, what the, it's like, what the fuck is this? This is way too good. That's like, this why is it's really space good. Race. Yeah. Yeah. And then. Um, Anytime you guys have something really weird, like I will never forget, like the kelp beer or the seaweed beer from like two years ago. See, that's what got us best of Philly. Where I was like, mm, uh, I was like, damn, this well, is like 
Not just that, but that they mentioned that. This it was just like really, really easy to drink. Sometimes you're easy drinking. Like earlier, I was drinking the English bitter. Some of your easy drinking stuff is like the beer solid. flavor beer. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's a that's a nice bitter that's on right now. Yeah, that John's like smooth. You could drink like ten of those and just feel like nothing. Like you feel like you're in your fourth glass, but it's like yo, I just asked for seven of these. I don't know. I'm weird with beer, man. I don't have any real knowledge. I just drink anything that's in front of me. So when I identify something that's good, I like it. You yeah. know? Too Hard to Get Zip is like two years in a row taking the torch from Planet of the Elder. And that's what we're dr- that's that's what's here. Yeah, that's what's here right now. I'm not I, drinking that right now, but how there's... How fresh is it? I bought those for you guys. Yeah, let's talk about... Should we talk five, about our beers for a minute? That was $5. Of one twenty. No, it's not that bad. It's one twenty eight. Yeah, I know, but I feel like Rob Brew should give, me a, give you a deal when you're getting a six-pack. It's like thirty dollars just now. Thirty? Twenty five dollars for that six pack. Twenty six dollars. Yeah, yeah. You, got, you got some sixteeners in there. You used to be yeah, able to buy yeah, like yeah. a six pack or two order for like fourteen bucks. Time streets is changing, man. Yeah. yeah. Coke price went up. Niggas tried to buy vitamin vitamin it's water. It's like OG IPA though. Okay. It's still good. I fucks with uh sweet water. Why? That used to be my nickname, so I like it. <laughs> yeah. Also, their cans are cool. I'm, you know, I'm a basic bitch. I go off what the cans look like. I judge a book by its cover. Yeah, that's everybody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a good can usually is like, that's all I need. That's half of why cans have, you know, exploded recently. Yeah. Even though it's not better, yeah, you, 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 you put shouldn't put drink so out of nice the can. Stuff on them. Yeah, why shouldn't you drink out of it? Why does it change the flavor so much? You can drink out of a fucking can, whatever. Yeah. Uh-oh. It's fine. It's all about aromatics if you want to pour it in a glass. Mm, yeah. Doesn't Guinness do that uh, weird... Sh- they got like that little thing in there. Yeah, Nitro. the old widget. That's for <laughs> nitrogen, though. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, but that beer you got. Yeah, this is really good. I can't really... I'm afraid to drink because I, I can't stop peeing. I got like a, I got some weird stuff going on with my bladder recently. Let's give a shout out to that. Uh, hey, what we, is this? We got old Pacuno's Hammer. Pacuno's Hammer, Baltic style porter. Yeah, Tom Baker's been making this since fucking like 1995. This is a cool label oh, too. Yeah. Heavyweight original. Yeah. Heavyweight. The Baltic no, Thunder God. What is Puga. even? What is Baltic? What is that? Russian? What is that? Uh, it's so like you have like Nordic, mm-hmm. Greek, Roman. Scandinavian. Scandinavian. Is that Baltic? Yeah, so that you're going out of, I guess, yeah, the region, yeah, eastern, the Baltic Sea. So that's where that's where you're dealing with. So you're dealing with, like, Finland, Sweden, but also, like, oh. Prussia, Belarus, Estonia. But don't a lot of Russia, those, yeah, Russia. Don't a lot of those jerks follow, like, Nordic stuff? Like, isn't half of those people, like, former Vikings and shit? Like, what's up with that? I guess so. It could be. It could be. It doesn't really matter. But Semi-cultural stuff that's like... I think Perkuno is the Thor of the Baltic region. It though. just said the God of Thunder. Yeah. Yeah, so it's what... The, thun- the, I think the Baltic Thunder name. God. The biggest difference is that it's lagered. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's a porter that's lagered. I don't know anything about this... About beer... Like the science of beer and what those different <laughs> terms mean. Does it... Re- I don't know. Does it matter? Sometimes, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's... Well, if you want the textbook... The uh, 90s definition, a lager is a yeast that ferments at the bottom and at colder temperatures and produces less esters. And an ale yeast ferments at the top wow. and, and is warmer and produces more esters. Wait, so 
Where it, where it ferments at is based off the temperature directly, you know? No. Mm. There are okay. lager yeast that ferment at the top and ale yeast that ferment at the How do you decide that, though? Um, How do you decide where it ferments at? It, the the, the uh, DNA of the yeast decides that. Mm. Okay. Yeah, it's it's kind of complicated. So you, so you buy specific strands of yeast or something? Like, I don't understand. Yeah, but most, uh, most of the beers we make at Crime and Punishment are ales. Okay. And then So yeah. that's the top. Yeah, the top fermenting. We actually use one strain, an English strain from Whitbread Brewery mainly. Okay. But Okay. Sometimes we make Isn't little. yeast like one of the oldest living organisms on the planet, right? Yeah. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I don't know. Like okay. Yeah, it's old. I was watching some stuff about how like uh there's bacteria and viruses trapped in permafrost in like Russia and all o- all over the country where like if uh the climate change persists and y- this ice melts, then essentially like the bubonic plague will be released again, and then you know a lot of people might die. And we're all just all just watching Spanish flu or whatever. We yeah, that's that's yeah, what's up with people when these anti- I got kids, man. I never thought I, like it. It just seems like a very common sense thing that people are being dicks about. And, it goes back into my thing earlier about some people just want to be contrarians. They just want to be on a, on the other side of the field. You know, doesn't really doesn't it have has, to make it sense. It has weird like religious ties though, and that's what's fucked up. Like Old Testament bullshit. Yeah, there are some. I knew these dudes. I won't say their names because they're cool, but they they went to this church where like they didn't believe in modern medicine. They never got their shots. If they ever like broke their wrist or something, they mm-hmm. never went to a doctor. Yeah. And just like who do you who are you helping? It's the same with this? reasons why like people like you, it's frowned on to get tattoos. Like, you I, should probably get vaccinated though, and your kids too. It's shocking. Yeah, it's shocking that it doesn't happen. Uh, it's sad. It's fucked up. Yeah, man. We're all a. Uh, you know what? We're all get a- vaccinated. IPA. So yeah, really get stay. vaxxed. Yeah. IPA. <laughs> We're all a, a, a is, giant herd, man. A human. Is there a vaccine uh, um, charity we can oh. donate to right now? Ooh. There probably is. That's not a bad idea. Ooh. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure there is. At least some. Uh, <laughs> at least some ads for it. Mm. Yes. Yeah. So, so did we cover what we needed to? I don't know. Do you feel like you got like I? There's no. no I'm just saying with with the biz. You want to talk about other stuff now? No, no. I already said too much. You barely say anything. How do you feel? You've barely <laughs> talked. I, don't know, I feel like we're. You know, <laughs> what do you want to talk about? I don't know, man. It's weird. Got- it's weird to talk to you about about beer, and we like sixty percent of my mind space, and it's so stupid sometimes. That I'm, I like, I take a shower, or I'm just like sitting down in my house, thinking about these, thinking about these things, and I catch myself, and I'm like, why am I thinking about what this brewery's doing? What this brewery's doing? What what's happening in this world? See, that's (laughs) it's just what you know, man. That's what's really interesting to me is how invasive beer culture is to us and people that you know follow the instagram we have to accounts. wake up every day and and run a run a place that sells a beer that's yeah. really it that's it and part of it is this social media pressure 
that is like self-imposed, I guess, a little bit, but also just peers and dogged like it. But it it translates to any any lifestyle almost. If like you were a carpenter, you would wake up every day, like you would be at home thinking about some some bullshit, some new mud they just came out with, or like new tools. But it like, doesn't matter. Yeah, but why? Yeah, that's yeah what, nothing. That's why nothing matters. Matter. Well, nothing, no, ma- nothing matters but, at all. But beer matters so much less. To me, oh, then yeah, really. Angry. I don't know, yeah. man. <laughs> beer matters a lot to this country, man. Beer, to, dog, to, to people, I get it. It matters yeah. so much to people, and then, like these are for a lot of these people. Like they don't, they can't support drugs for religious and other weird reasons. They can't support all these other things. Oh, bringing that up. No, that's it. Can't like they they're against criminals, but like a large part of beer's history is you like can, you can take it that way. Deep and, and, and like, like, hey, I want to inebriate myself, and I can legally go inebriate myself. And you could, yeah, you can le- you can le- basically attempt to kill someone with drunk it, driving. It, yeah, and just walk only, away with essentially only, a slap on the wrist, points yeah, in your the license. Only, like, really legal like you can get so yeah you can get worse on beer literally beer like drinking a malt malt sugar fermented beverage at five percent than you can get on any amount of marijuana on any amount of marijuana yeah also like (laughs) let's let's say you do a lot of heroin what are you probably gonna do you're probably gonna like pass out or like go to usually like Dudes get blackout drunk. They want to get head butted. They want to fight. They want to ride a dirt bike. Like there's so many things that you can do that's out of your control once you get high levels of drunk. Yeah. That like are, that aren't really across the board. Like you know yeah. you can't you can't get really you can't really eat five edibles. Usually you just like don't want to do anything. And all these other things make you not want to do stuff. I'd bring shrooms into the equation. I'd rather I'd rather have cannabis and mushrooms be the legal. Oh, instead of yeah, yeah. Alcohol. It's got. It's nice that it's there. It's really nice that it's there. It's shocking to me how many depressed people like go to it because it's a depressant, it's the, and it I just makes us more and more depressed. It's the easiest one to get to. That's why. And you just that's have it. it, and you feel good. That's all that it is. Is that it's the easiest to get your hands on. And it's nice. And then, in Pennsylvania, is also the hardest state to get your hands on alcohol. And craft, and it's still really yeah. easy. And craft beer is like, hey, taste this at four percent as opposed to like thirty percent. Yeah, yeah. And so you can. Have you don't a, need to get blasted. Yeah, so you can have a couple and be fine. But it's, yeah. I don't know, easy drinking. You know, it's it's still this. It's still yeah. I go to bed thinking about my livelihood is on the success of. Uh, and the suffering of making oh. alcohol. <laughs> okay. like the it, suffering of others. It's kind of crazy. I was really sad and depressed for a minute while I was skateboarding to your your bar every day. I'm not. I'm, I'm not so. But much, it was so it much was, that anymore. Oh, okay. I I just think it it has a it it has its way with it really helped me by the way. It has its way with with people. It can be an alternative medicine, but it can't be. Detrimental to their health and their yeah, exactly. That's anything though. There's exactly, dude, yeah. there's dudes who can't stop playing Minecraft and it, they lose their job. Yeah, and there's know? big, there's big boys going home with pastry stouts. They're gonna just blast it off pastry stouts all night. Mm, yeah, <laughs> God bless them. Yeah, God bless them. And they're getting that. diabetes. Yeah, man, the I'm afraid time. of diabetes like a bitch, man. 
Well, you know, so many people are just prone to die. It's like in almost every bloodline on the well, planet. Stay away from the beer sugar, then. Yeah. No more, no more Colt 45s for your boy. Especially when it's got added milk. <laughs> yeah. That leche? Mm, yeah. Well, putting milk in the beer. Don't, don't change the leche. But it's good, though. I like a milk stout. Mm, wow. Yeah, that, that's OG. What that's about it. the milkshake? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where do we begin the milkshake argument? I don't know. I don't I'm not know. big on milkshakes. I went the Nifty Fifties like twice. I'm not. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that? There you go. You like that place? <laughs> an actual milkshake? Yes. Yes, an actual milkshake. <laughs> We're talking yeah. about beer shakes. I never had one of those at all. Yeah. All right, what are you guys trying to make one of those? No. No, they've okay, already good. been made. Yeah. And it's okay. fun. Okay. I what? think there's enough ingredients. So. Well, in a beer, are you like one of those like what is it the German purity laws? You're one no, of those no, dudes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, none, yeah. Of, none of that. You can put every, anything. I l- I love ingredients. Quote me on that. But also enough, I think. There's enough. Yes. You don't need. Yeah. You yeah. Get that. It's 2022. Dudes, uh, this is a sperm flavored beer. <laughs> 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 they already got the breast milk flavored beer. Yeah, there was a breast milk joke a couple weeks ago going around. Yeah. 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 That's Cats fun. piss. Next thing you know, Disney will be like, I mean, my name's Derek, and I've been working at this for years, you know. How do you do it? It's a cum flavor. <laughs> <laughs> Lock myself in a room with a, I got a Pornhub premium subscription. I think if you, if, I think if you had <laughs> enough money, <laughs> if you had enough money and like a little like glass factory white walls, and you just made these super offensive, not even super offensive, just like. Beer just saying, hey, I made a cum flavored beer. Yeah. And you're, and you were legitimately taken out of this, you know, potion factory. Forgive right, me. You, you were like an Iberico pig or something. You only ate a certain diet, and then you, you know, produced this. No, I think uh, you make like five beers. Disgusting. And and people come and people come and get it. Pe- yeah, people come and drink anything if it's exclusive enough anymore. Yeah. Espe- especially like. The, the modern, like, Yelp, consumer, yeah. Yelp scene. Well, consumer. I don't know if you ever yeah. seen that show, Nathan. For you, he had <laughs> yes, and he had the poop flavored water or ice cream or whatever. Yes, or frozen yogurt. It was frozen I love, yogurt. I love Nathan for you. Yeah. I'm a practical joker. Yeah, you like I guess it's kind of absurdist humor. Like you like Eric Andre and shit. Yes, they're mm-hmm. all they're all just like practical jokers. I can do that all day. I love playing practical i hide behind my door at home and spook my wife <laughs> you wait behind the door for 20 minutes no until when she, she comes up like if i i'll lock the door and she doesn't won't get her key i can hear her fumbling with the keys i'm sitting there on the couch i'll go hide behind the door oh you don't think she can hear you like no st- it yeah. happens all the time shout out to al <laughs> he's <laughs> a ninja you're like i, spooked, you him, like I spooked him the other day at at uh at the new spot yeah. Just like hiding behind the door. What do you mean new spot? What's that? Oh, on we can't talk Street. about that. Yeah. I'll, I'll edit that out. <laughs> That's all in post. I'll edit out. Boop. <laughs> but then I'll add nuh, so then it'll sound like you're saying the N-word. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we that, didn't. That boop spot. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> That'd be great. For me, not for anybody else. It'd just be funny for me. So there's, top- so there's topics. Yeah. Um, the only thing I wanted to really ask you was what's like the favorite. Can you remember a favorite beer you've had? 
Hmm, from you guys or just in general? No, in general. I think the first time I had uh, the golden monkey. The first time I, I didn't know I didn't didn't know anything about beer at the time, and I also just was like getting really drunk, and I was like, this gives me exi- it it tastes it's easy it's easy to drink, and I get really drunk really fast, and I was like, this is my favorite. I don't really know, but I don't really for me a lot of beers don't really taste like anything spectacular, so I just put them all in the vault as like the same thing. Yeah. So why is it? Why does it play such a a role? In life. Why does a place or why does a... Yeah, so you, I can talk to you and you're like, well, I had a golden monkey. We've all, yeah, we've all experienced that. Yeah. And I think it's a matter, what's, what is it that kind of clicks in someone's mind other other than their like financial capa- capabilities? I think Sometimes certainly it certainly has a, a place to play in it. I don't want to, I mean, we can start talk social, I'll talk market socialism all day. <laughs> I guess sometimes it's really just a put where you are in your life, right? Where you are at accepting what's new to you. So, like, you you could take something that's, like, not spectacular in any fashion, but because it's your first experience with it and it's your first opportunity to, like, open a door and learn about something where you're just like, oh, well, this is is my shit. I got a P2. (laughs) Oh, just leaving me and Pobby? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are we continuing with the goat? Yeah, so I've I figured get it to some point. Yeah. What's your goat? <laughs> uh well I'm gonna say I have three goats. Oh, uh, you thought about it. Yeah, well, a little bit. Um the first time I think was the JW Lees that you brought to one of the first business meetings. Yeah, dropping it. Yeah, uh, 2011. 2011. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I th- well, I hadn't really ever had. Bless those. Bless those labels. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a beer like that before, I think. Uh, and then Pliny the Elder at Monks with you. That was that was like four though. Four years ago, that yeah. fresh fresh. It was really. It was early a on. A while ago. Yes, and. Yeah, and I think we had a couple. We were still, yeah, we were still homebrewing. Yeah. Uh, and then Susan at Brew. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are my top three, I think. All yeah. time. Are we talking all time beers? Yeah, goats. Yeah. Mm, damn. But they're more than. Uh, I think they're more than just the beer. It's like the experience of having it the first time. Like you the were saying. The beer has its yeah. way though. The beer has its way with yeah. And the and the beer, you know, is obviously those beers. It'll figure its way how to amazing. make a me- it'll figure its way how to make a memory, man. Even though you're pro- if you drink enough you won't remember anything. It's just like like now when I drink golden monkeys, I could taste my vomit because <laughs> Yeah. That, that 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 that's not up there. They've led to so many pukes. Yeah, that's just a, like that's a association that uh You're y- just you drinking sugar. They might as well be they Golden Monkey, at least when I was when I was drinking it, I could compare it to the modern day steel reserve. <laughs> that <laughs> like might be it, what it is. It tastes like that. That it's, might be what it is. Just and a, a percent better percent more. Yeah. Classier. You, you guys should <laughs> You guys should uh, meet my great grandma, man. Y'all should meet Sarah, man. <laughs> Y'all should meet Sarah. I should I should bring her down to the bar one of these days. She doesn't really like coming down here anymore, but uh, 
you know, she's been selling 211s for 25. She's been selling 211s for 30 years. That would be awesome. She still sells beer out her back door. She can't stop. Yeah. She can't stop selling alcohol to her neighbors. It's her favorite thing to do. Yeah. She sells the 211s. They got like, like a blue ice one. They're horrible. They taste crazy. And they make you feel like shit. <laughs> you don't even feel good. I drank I drank a few like in moments of desperation where like I need to get the wolf off my back or whatever. Or like I just don't have any money to go dr- out drinking. Mm. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna drink I'm gonna drink like one uh old English, two steel reserves, and then the next day I just felt like I got hit by a Mack truck. It's crazy. What? Yeah. You don't have that many words for anything, man. You're just like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I say what I need to. I think. Yeah, that's fine. I guess that's cool. Um, I want to get less into business stuff because we've been talking for an hour. Yeah, and uh, you don't have to talk about that for an hour. You know. Yeah. Okay. So uh. What are you watching on Netflix, man? What's your thing? Uh, you watch a lot of TV? You read a lot of books? What are you doing? I don't know. I haven't really been watching anything very good recently, I guess. What do you mean good? Just old stuff. Why is that not... Okay, that doesn't mean it's not good, though. So well, watching Friends or something? No. My wife does enough of that. Watch Friends? Yeah. I can't stand Friends on anymore. Repeat constantly. I can't stand it anymore. We're talking about a uh, very less. We're getting. We got to get really low stakes. Cause we've been talking about business for an hour, or things important to you guys. So now we need to talk about stuff that's like. Yeah. Can we? Can we exit this? Can yeah. 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 So, Did you, you guys... do your goat though? Oh my goat. Uh, okay. I, yeah. You 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 brought three to to the table. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You can share them if you want. I'm going to say, to me... Angle your mic down a little bit. I'm going to go... The Yeah, first beer that really moved me was Old Rasputin Imperial Style IP out of North Coast, uh, or uh, Imperial Style. Um, That, recently, what I, I I think... Allagash is doing on their scale with uh, hobby table beer and being able to provide that how like basically Miller High Life is provided is might as well be a thing. Okay. Um, And it's (laughs) it's so good anywhere you get it and it's uh, shelf life and it's fucking tasty and then Julius. Okay. Um, Did I give my three or did I just say I like Golden Monkey? Because now after hearing both of you guys list I think I have an official list. All right, go. Tired Hands had a Saison that I'll... That was the first... Saison Hands? Yeah, it was the first beer I was like, what the fuck is this? That was like four years. Was like some four, tartness to it? It's 2015. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was with Kenny. We went. We were in Ardmore or some shit. And I, I've i never had a real, like... I, get, I don't even know if to say a real beer, but like a, anything that wasn't a Budweiser or Rolling Rock... I'm, so I was like, all right, that was number one. And I think number two, I had, um, I can't remember now. But that Tired Hand Saison was, uh, I had like four, I had like three Shout out those. to Gene. 
dude, that's a great beer to have. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. To, and that, uh, that's what got me into beers, yeah. man. Yeah, dude, it was right before great. it was right before Kenny went on vacation. My first year working for him, and then I think within that week, that weekend or the next weekend, I was like trying to buy nice cases of beer, and not buy bullshit. Now I just drink PBR. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, we're talking about Netflix now. What are you watching on Netflix? Ooh, I can wreck. I can wreck a Netflix with my relaxation station. Okay. Uh, just most recently watched. Is that where you jerk off at the relaxation station? No, no none of that happens there. <laughs> <laughs> it make, that makes it makes sense for it makes sense for it to it happen. Sound, it sounds like that's where it's happening. It's happening there. This is just like nothing, nothing but like watching and doing things that I want to understand and study and learn. Mm. So my most recent was like watching the Roosevelt's uh, Ken Burns documentary. That's on there. That's phenomenal. The F- was FDR Roosevelt. Yeah. Well, it f- yeah it did uh, it did FDR Theodore and uh, Eleanor and oh. the whole family. Ken Burns always does a great job. I on, heard on the this. doc. Um, I'm also never seen this. I'm also watching like a family baking competition. That's what I watched with Al. That's pretty ill. At Wait, what is this called? I don't know the title. Come on, <laughs> family? Yeah, it's like uh It's like the Great British Bacon Show, but with like yeah, the, the mom, the dad, and the, the the kid, the son or the daughter. It's not always it's not Gra- always grandma it's, uncle. It's not always paternal. It can be best friend or it's like sister, brother, grandparent, whatever. Yeah, there we go. It's it's on there. Um I don't mind it because it's like shit that I I can get ideas to like cook at home. I love With baking. Yeah, yeah. You like to bake too? Yeah, dude. I, I I've I'm not I've, a good baker, man. I've dived into cooking recently in the past two years. Pretty pretty deep at my house. What? I don't have all the equipment as Pablo does, but I <laughs> what do you I try to house? whip I try to whip up a good meal from time to time. I think one of the first times me and you really hung out, you took me back to your place. We were drinking until like two a.m. <laughs> and then he's like. Say, like, hey man, you want some, made, ra- you yeah, want some ramen? Some, I made some Pulled out the Brussels sprouts and the carrots or some shit, and I was like, "Damn, this is fucking ill." That was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now I, all, I almost always put that same shit in my ramen now, or it's not worth it. Yeah, it's called the. Big, I don't have a wok though. The big family cooking <sighs> showdown. I got an electric stove. I can't get the wok. Yeah, that's fine. I'm moving to South Philly soon though, so when I do, I'm putting a uh, gas stove in. I'm gonna get the gas. I'm getting the walk for sure. It's, I mean, it's part of my girl's gener- you know, her family history. Did you watch? You know did saying? you watch the Whitney? Uh, that was the most recent thing I did for myself was I watched the Whitney documentary on Hulu. Nah, and that blew my I mind. I don't have the. Well, I have the Hulu. I just signed up for the Hulu like during the holiday season where it was like a dollar per month, but I never actually used it to watch anything. So I guess I'm wasting a dollar every month. But I don't. I actually. I, yeah. I, I don't, don't like their interface. It's kind of annoying. Well, it's whatever. I don't pay for any uh, streaming Netflix service. Netflix or Hulu. Yeah. Jo- Joey pays for my Netflix. He's been paying for my <laughs> Netflix. For, he's been paying for my Netflix for like. Shout honestly, out to Joey. He's got my yeah. HBO. Legit. Th- <laughs> a legit three years. He's been paying for my Netflix. I've never. Yeah, paid, my my sister does Netflix. Netflix for then Nate. Nate has Hulu. Yeah. Yeah. I pay for all of mine, so <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome, both of you. Let me get on one of those. Let me get on that HBO. I gotta shake his hand. On I don't that. think it's shareable anymore, though. I think it's. Uh, I think they're like doing some, you know, VPN nonsense stuff. They're like looking into IPs and that's gay, but not the cool kind of gay. Oh, yeah, well, 
the born gay. That's whack, man. I'll talk to you all day about that. What, the born gay or the cool gay? Well, when we get bored and gay. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, um, I've been watching. We just started binge watching The Sopranos. Oh, nice. Week. I've been yes. thinking about Sopranos that. Is fucking Every couple of years, I just have to watch it again for some reason. Oh, so you've seen it. I've seen it like five times. Yeah. She's never, my girlfriend's never seen it. Okay. How, I'm, show, I'm showing her a bunch of stuff she's never seen It's just as before. nice sometimes to watch it with someone who's never seen it. Oh, yeah. Well, it's, I've, Share, recent, sharing that. Recently, it's been weird because uh, I've seen it so many times that now it doesn't register me as a drama. It's only a comedy. I only laugh at that show. <laughs> I never take funny. any, I never take anything serious. And then she's, Mary's watching. She's like, he just got stabbed in the eye. Why are you laughing? And I'm like, I don't know. It's, it's just so funny. It's pretty. It's probably the fun, one of the funniest shows I've ever seen in my they life. They did that, and they did they did the wire, back to back, and yeah, the wire is another good one. Wire is also really funny too. There's that scene where like a, uh, it is funny. Stringer Bell or whatever. It's like he goes, he takes like business classes or something. He's like trying to learn. He's trying to get smart. <laughs> That's like season three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Ava, I was like, yo, we rough and tumble niggas. Yo, we supposed to knock niggas over the head. He's like, you're mad at your man because he's learning how to read. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about, dude? Yo, what is going on? Yeah. Yeah, that's Amsterdam season. It's crazy because uh, a lot of people forget that those are the first two dramas with a, like a consent, like it used to be. But also it, just like breaking down. I don't know, breaking down crime families in a way that was relatable. Relatable and, like, understandable. Yeah, you, exactly. You don't look at them as, like, criminals or monsters. Just exactly. Just trapped in some type of system that exactly. only yeah. allows them to succeed by doing horrible things. But they also really don't want... Like, nobody wants to do none of the... The whole point of The Sopranos is that Tony doesn't want to do any of that. He doesn't want to do any of that. Yeah, he's got to get the cash, though. He would love to just... Provide for the fam. He would love to just be a history teacher or be a uh, like an insurance salesman like he was in season six in his head when he was in a coma. It's like he doesn't want to be a murderer. He's really good at it. He's the best. He's actually the best. We just last night we just watched ep- episode five of season one, which is the episode where he goes with metal to go look at colleges, mm-hmm. and that could just be a movie on its own. That's a that's yes. probably like one of the best episodes. It's like yeah, he- that comes back in season two when he like visits visits her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait, was that before or after she brought the black guy home on a visit, though? Which one? When was that? Uh, season two. After. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She, he was so upset about that black dude. <laughs> <laughs> it was just some, like, half black, Sorry. half Jewish kid. We can't talk about it. Poppy hasn't seen it. You've never seen it? No. What's wrong with you? Well, uh, you know, I'm catching up on other it's stuff. It's basically, like, com- like uh, American history. Good, good film for American history. Oh. Watch the watch the Sopranos. Watch the watch the Wire. How does your girlfriend like it? Can you watch it together and she's all right with it? Oh, she loves it. Mm. Uh, the one thing I will say about that though is like, a lot of people who haven't seen that show specifically will say stuff that's like, "Oh, I'm big into char- character development and side storylines and all these like different themes that we've come accustomed to with like good television." Yeah, and it's like the. The Wire and The Sopranos are the reason that any of that exists in yes. modern day. T- they're, yeah. the, they're they laid the blueprint and yeah. they did it really well. So yeah. that now now you have to do that in a show. You know, some of the side characters I love more than the main characters. Yeah. in fucking Polly Walnuts. Polly Walnuts is the man. <laughs> yo, he's out here in that sweatsuit with that crazy hair <laughs> saying really racist things. Christopher. Christopher's hilarious. Chris stays along. Yeah, his girl. His girlfriend's funny. Yeah. I forget her name. I talk about, yeah, Bodie. 
but he's my boy from the wire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was the name of that little kid? He was homeless. He was living with that other. He was living with that homeless uh, crack. What was his, uh, it was like season three or season four. Uh, There's Bubs. Nah, what was the name? Nah, the little kid that dies. He's the like, he's yeah, like, uh, he about. steals the drugs and stuff. I'm sorry for ruining this for you. You don't really care. Nah, You're care. never gonna watch it. I'm not gonna watch it. It's like hey, me with Breaking Bad. I'm never honestly, gonna watch Breaking Bad. Honestly, watching The Wire when I first moved moved to the city. I was like, oh, shit. Told you so much? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it gave me an education. I was, I was living on fucking 16th and York when I, when I was watching that. And this is <laughs> that ten, was very, ten, very accurate. Ten so, years ago. Yeah. What was the kid? He was like, he stole some drugs, and he's like, where the drugs at, yo? He's like, it's up my ass, mo. <laughs> then that guy beats the shit up. He beats this kid to death. Yeah, Omar. Yeah. Learn a lot from Omar. That's my shit, man. Yeah, Omar's the man when he shows up to the court with the ascot on or the banana or whatever. That's my man, yo. Yeah. Let's talk about something else so Mike doesn't seem so bored. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just talk television. We've just been talking television. What do, what are you doing yeah, when you go home, man? You watching stuff? You uh doing push ups? No. I don't <laughs> you know, I I gave that life up. Uh, what, the the powerlifting life? Oh, you know, the workout life. Uh um you know, I'm building a home brewery, I'm drying some meats. Uh, Wait, you're in a like Aging and yeah, making drinks and shit. Oh yeah. hell yeah! Since when? When was this? Uh, you After know. you finished your kitchen? Yeah. Uh, well, you just dur- needed something during, else to do. During doing that, it all along. I yeah, I got a lot of mm. projects. I got mm. too. I got so many projects they stress me out. Honestly, but yeah, uh, yeah, you know, wow, home, home brewery. That's you know pretty legit. Twenty gallon system. Hmm. Glycol. Who is this for, though? Like, who are you giving this to? Like, if it's Man, 20 just, gallons, who are you? How is this getting out? I'm just Do testing and recipes and, you know, stuff like that. But, like, are you, like, you call your neighbor, neighbor Joe, he's a he's a carpenter. You're like, yo, come on, come on, I got something for you. Like, who are you, who's testing this other than you? Who's trying it out? I mainly dump it down the drain. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a big waste of all your hard work. What are you talking about? <laughs> Yeah, you know, I drink a bit and then I dump it all down the mm. drain. You're like, this sucks. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I've drinking a lot of your beers that y- you have personally said. You're like, this isn't this isn't good. Yeah, I'm like, I'm on, I'm on my tenth one. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Don't shame him. Yeah. How no. do you get to the point? How do you get to the point where you just don't like what you what you are doing anymore? You uh, think it's good for your creative process to keep challenging yourself and saying that stuff isn't good? Yeah, there's a really good quote I wish I could remember from Scrubs. Um, <laughs> That's my shit, too. That's another good Netflix show right there. Yeah, shout out. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's really bad. Um, Do you have the gist of it? Yeah. Who's who's the... JD? No. Who's... Turk. Dr. Cox, is that the... Yeah, 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 that's my man. Yeah, he's... Uh, he says... Someone's like, oh, how... How do you have such a good body? And he's like, "Well, every day when I look in the mirror, I hate I pick a spot and I hate, you know, everything about it." <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, I look at my whole yeah. body and I just hate I just hate everything it. that I see in the mirror, yeah. And I, you know, I have constant improvement to do. I mean, that's a horrible uh thing to do body image wise, but when it comes to beer, when it comes to beer, I think it's uh it's also unhealthy, but yeah, you know, you just you make something and you instantly hate it and think about how to make it better. Mm. 
What do you feel like if some of your best ideas you've had? I don't want to get way back into beer, but like, have you ever had an idea you was like, this is going to be great, and it turned out good? Or like, you know, what have you ever thought of in like a, like a sheer moment of excitement? Like you're home, you're taking a shit, and you're like, you know what I should do? I want to know this. Yeah. Um, I think the best ideas are the ones where you're like, oh, you know what I should do? I should make a traditional German pilsner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or I should make okay. a traditional this. Not like, oh, I'm going to make a rosemary <laughs> Some weird vanilla shit. blackberry jam. So whenever you beer. let like yeah. the simplicity of it all take over, you all know, should make something that like just people like or like something that people know. We do, yeah, we do, we do that. <laughs> no, I'm saying like something that people like can easily identify instead of like something that's like a, a not a crazy idea, like not a crazy straw idea, but just like something where it's like, why don't I just make this? Like I know I can make this. Why don't I just make this? Yeah, we do a lot of that. We got you know traditional that. English styles like the mild that's on right now. Yeah, okay. We got a Kolsch coming. I don't up. think I asked the question that I wanted to. I don't think I said it the right way. No, I, I I understand. Like, what do you want us to make? Some fucking like corn lager? Do you want us? I don't know. Like you a high life? Like some adjunct highlight. I don't know. I don't want to get fat. I don't want to get fat drinking your beers. So, well, you're drink. You should drink like Budweiser then, because it's got no uh, corn sugar and it's low in calories. Really? Why does it taste so sweet then? Why does it taste like corn? Why does sugar? it taste like syrup? It tastes like sugar. Because it's got that rice, that high quality rice. Yeah, it does have the rice now. I don't know. Yeah, when you guys go to the market, you get the brown rice or the white rice. What's up? Mm, probably white rice. I mean, brown rice is the the whitest rice, I would say. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I just got a cramp. You guys like quinoa? You fuck with quinoa? Yeah, I just I just cooked some quinoa last week, actually. Hell yeah. It's fine. Good grain. I've been all big into like it's a seed. Yeah, good seed. It's a superfood, also. Yeah, well, it tastes like just bullshit, boil. So. Just boil it. No, it, it smells like, like bullshit. I do like twenty five minutes in water on it. I got a rice cooker, man. I just put it in with my white rice. I mix it in with my white rice. That Cook it at the bad. same time. Does it counteract the bad? I buy sushi it rice. It smells really bad. You buy sushi rice? Will you go to like H Mart or something? I go to the Fourth and Spring Garden, whatever that place mm. is. Little Asian market or something? Yeah. I don't know what that is. Sushi rice is delicious. Yeah. Nisaki, I believe it's called. Yeah. Have you been making sushi at home? I have, but not in a long time. But I just... Rolling or like... You just do a roll? We'll roll it out. You're not making like no... What is it? The... Nigiri? Yeah, where it's just like the cut on the top of rice. You're not doing that. I've I've done that. Yeah, I've done that with pork belly. Damn, that sounds ill. Uh, that's I went to Korean barbecue in Aoni the other day, and it was that's the way that's pretty intense. That's where you want to go. Well, Aoni. In terms of Korean barbecue, yeah. yes, that's where you want to go. Yeah, it was really good. I mean, this is like one of those places they don't let you cook it yourself because they can t- they can tell immediately if you know what you're doing. So like, that's better. Yes. Within five bring, seconds, they were like, "Don't touch anything." And yeah, like, bring it to me. Just some like ma- some auntie. Yes. Yo, Guma and Cantonese. Means uh, auntie, that's a throwback to Sopranos, but uh, they she just was cooking for us and I was eating this bulgogi. I was like, this is the best bulgogi I've ever eaten in my life. Bulgogi? Yeah, yeah. You don't like bulgogi? No, I can fuck with it all day. Oh man, you guys got any? Do you guys want to get out of here soon? 
I have no. We can keep talking. I don't give a shit. I have no qualms. I'm looking up. I got nothing to do. I'm looking up my North Philly spot. Sarah Ball. That's an irony. Yep. That's where Sarah I went. Sarah Ball and Muda. That's where I went. Those are the places I've been. That's where I went la- a couple days ago. Sarah Ball. Yeah, they don't fuck around. That shit was amazing. <laughs> I want to get. Uh, you can go to Ch- you can go to Chinatown and you can still cook it for yourself at Kings. And other places, Kings too. A lot of those places where you cook it for yourself is all you can eat, though, which is which is cool. Like, there's a place in Island on Fifth uh, Street where, like, you know, you want to eat squid all night. You know what I mean, you want to eat some. They got pork belly. They got the chicken. I'm never satisfied with the grills, though. What do you mean? Nah, just they're never hot enough. I think they. It depends. It's kind of a piece of shit in a <laughs> table. <laughs> yeah, sometimes. Eh, well, you know, you gotta come. We all gotta. We gotta go out to eat, man. I want a live Anytime fire under my shit. Yo, this summer, this spring or whatever, I'm becoming grill dad, man. I'm getting a nice propane grill. No, you've already ruined. You all. What? With the, you want? You, <laughs> you want the charcoal? Went wrong. Yes. You want the char- No, fuck you don't that. Want fucking propane. Go you charcoal. Want the wood, you want to get the wood pellets? Go and wood. Shit? No, oh. you want oak. All oak charcoal. That's what you want. Mm. He knows. Mm. No, I wanted the propane. And you want to build it yourself. Like Build it myself? Yeah, like all the dudes in North Philly. Oh, well, like the barrel? Yeah, the offset I don't have smoker any, barrel. Dog, I don't have a acetylene torch. What are you talking about? How am I going to cut that steel? What are you talking about? Well, you got to make some friends. So, wait, you, <laughs> cut, you, you buy a barrel, you cut it. Well, you don't want a barrel. You Ideally, you want an oil st- tank. Yeah, or a drum. That, that's what I mean, by the way. It's like a no. I'm not talking. Isn't that about what a steel it. drum is? Just no, like it's a 55 gallon steel drum. I'm talking about an oil tank in your basement, or in your oil uh, room slash coal room. Wait, you talking about like a tank you use to like heat your house? That type of shit? Yeah, it's like about two feet by four feet. Hmm. It's an oval. This house I'm working in does have one that's not. And service, I could cut yeah, that out. Take it out, put it on a trailer. Mm, get some hinges. Go to Home Depot. Get some hinges. Yeah, mm. bring it to my house. I'll cut it for <laughs> you. But that's a that's a. What grill. are you going to cut it with? What do you even have? You well, got? I got a plasma torch. It's fine. <laughs> Why do you have a plasma torch? Why? Why not? <laughs> okay, I guess you're right. To do stuff like this. I did buy a new, I did buy a new four foot level today for almost no reason. I was just like, I just want it. We could probably use that for... Uh, it would help. Yeah, I got this new laser level. You would like this. I've been buying a bunch of... I'm doing a job where I'm not really getting paid. So, like, Get out of here. in exchange, I just have... Like, anytime that I want something, I just have this guy buy me the tools. You know? And uh, I got this, like, $250 laser level. It's awesome. A just Bosch? Like, yeah. Yeah, the Bosch one that comes with it comes with this stand and the strap. I don't really use that. Mm, I, I still it. like I like I figure out where I want the height is and I like just screw it into something, make a little platform for it. It's awesome. I got that one. I left it on when I left the job. <laughs> you got that one? Yeah. Why? Nice. What are you? Yeah, what are you yeah. doing? Well, I'm leveling tanks and stuff. Okay. Do they have to be perfect? Yeah. Okay, you're probably lying. <laughs> I got the you. Know, you got that laser measuring tape too. That's a good. No, I was today time. almost got, they got a, they got like a, so you know, they got the torpedo levels, right? They're like four, six inches or whatever. They got yeah. one where it's just like two inches. It's like a little, it looks like a badge and you just sit it on something and it tells you and it's like $20. I'm like, why don't I, it looks nice. I was like, I should just get this. It probably, it, it looks like it helps when you're doing something very specific and very tiny, you know? 
You're yeah. building a shelf. You're building uh, counters or whatever. <coughs> uh, Will's upstairs playing his album. Can you hear it? No, not really. Oh. I think we're all right. Hmm. Yeah, I hear it in the background. You can, yeah, you can hear it. I feel like you can hear it pretty well. I got a, I got a ear off. Yeah, you know, it's good. It's a good. Uh, is it a good signing off? If you want, man, we can keep right going. Now? We can keep going. We can keep going for another half. I don't care. We're at an hour thirty right now. Hour thirty. What, what do you want to talk about? I don't know. I still don't think we've even talked about much. What do you want? Yeah, but it's <laughs> like, what do you want to get off your? What do you want to get off your chest, man? Sometimes I, I'm talking to someone, right? And like, uh, it's a regular conversation. We're talking about their work, their their personal life. And then for some reason, they just open up to me and now it turned into a therapy session. And they're telling me something they haven't told anyone in months or years or something like very personal. There's no reason for a therapy session to be. It's like the what's the there's a name for that when when you're in your like doctor's office and yeah. he's got his hand on the door and. <laughs> they're about to leave and you're like oh wait wait there's a name for that it's that per- personally here it is i i yeah i enjoy the reverse i like to talk to, i like to talk to people about real life yeah i think that's what i've m- mostly noticed in my own existence over the past you know decade of my that's what you've been doing of at my living punishment for it's, five it's years. just like being okay and good at listening and enjoying enjoying people's stories and allowing people to be able to talk to them to me about about their lives and soaking it up that's what you're bo- that's what I'm doing right now yeah and yeah. it's f- it's good for m- it's good for me like i what I, do you what do you get out of just like hate you know I want to study. I want to study people. I love knowing people. I want to understand. Why? What, what's so interesting about people? You know. I want to understand their behavior. I want to understand their patterns. I want to understand like, so, why so they behave the way so they do. So you won't be like them, or so you could take more from what you understand about them and be lo- more like no, that. No, just it doesn't have much to do with my own pattern. It has nothing to do with you. With my pattern of existence, no. I just find it interesting. interesting. As a story to like perpetuate and. You say you went to school for history too, right? Yes, I did. Yeah, oh. I, I got I got fifteen hundred dollars for being the best. Uh, That's crazy. Well, it was like yeah, it was. I guess it's not mostly crazy, West, school's West, expensive. Western history study in my graduate class. Yeah, and I just studied Christian history. Christian history. Yeah. That's when you lost your faith, though, right? Yeah, yeah. You're like these guys suck. Talk I think Mike ultimately wants to help people. He wants to be a therapist, yeah. Observing people. Yeah, that's all I do. Hmm. And by introducing <laughs> by people. Sit, yeah, by sitting in the back of the bar, like oh. creeping over, standing over people, whispering. He's not in my really ear. in the back, though. He's, you know, hey, he's up I've front. Had, I've had to compensate for my own lack of. He used to be a like a person. fly on the wall for a little bit. I can. In my experience, not, not for me. I feel when when if, when CMP first opened, we were bartending. True. But and I guess Mike, Mike bartended for a while, a year and I know a year a, and a half. I got to know a lot of people, and I got to know a lot of people personally because I asked them questions. Yeah, what kind of questions do you ask? I just ask people about their life, and that's what I think is important. 
You're giving me... You are giving me a free microphone. And you're sitting there just like wanting... Yeah, we can talk all night. Yeah. My thing is more like uh, since I started the podcast, because I never... I never started the podcast with a specific goal, right? You know, I didn't start the podcast thinking that I have to get certain things out of guests. You know, I don't have to make a breakthrough every time I talk to someone. Because usually what happens if, like, if you're on more than once, it's usually because you want it, you have something that you wanted to say. Yeah. You know, usually are more comfortable. Because it takes a while to get used to talking on a microphone. But now that you have us on, you want the dirt? It's not necessarily dirt. <laughs> it's like uh, usually if you just treat it like how I've treated all these conversations is just like if I was getting drunk at a bar with you. Yeah, we can just talk. Something that's going to come out that you just wanted to talk about. It's the best you know? part about communicating. Which is just like you right now. Like you right now is like telling telling the people more about yourself instead of just letting them talk. You're just like, you know, this is what I, I actually like listening to all you assholes. I actually like listening to all my friends tell me little things about themselves and learning about them and seeing the way that they operate without them even really realizing that's why I'm talking. Like (laughs) it's kind of a selfish thing. Like you're talking to all these people to satisfy this need in yourself to learn, to learn more. Especially in a bar where like some people come in a bar just to have uh, a free therapy session. You know, they had, they have their three beers. I'm yeah. admittedly nosy. <laughs> yeah, you're a little old lady in the in the blondes like yeah, What's dude? going on over there? Yeah. I'm admittedly nosy. And I it helps like I don't know. At, at at this point in my life I guess I don't need it. But I I love knowing just yeah, the people around me. We can we can I don't know. What? How long how long are we going with this? It doesn't matter. <laughs> We're doing fine, man. The show's good. I stopped peeing. You know, I've been having a really weird thing with my bladder. It's good to go. Yeah, can we... Yeah. You want to get out of here now? No, not at all. Yeah. I'm around. Now we can open up. Now, you know, we've been on the air for an hour and some change. We're all a couple beers in. You know what I mean? You can, like... I was a couple beers in when I got here. (laughs) That's what I'm talking about. You had your three or four. I was at crime. I had my three. I had two. One here. Popeye. It's time to be. It's time to get comfortable, man. Like, just let Pabu. Where, Where did you... Pabu even come from? Well, I feel like I've <laughs> asked you this before. That's a long story. It's not an interesting one. It doesn't matter. What do you? What do you want to know about it? It's... Isn't Pabu the name of that monkey from Aladdin? No, it's yeah. Abu. Abu. Ah, there you go. Pabu is a fire <laughs> ferret from, <laughs> from Avatar. Oh, hell. Oh, Legend uh, of Korra. He's a, you know, he's oh, actually wait, a red wait. panda, but in the Avatar okay. uh, universe. You fuck with Avatar? Uh, yeah, I live it day by day. That was your shit, huh? You you identify more with Legend of Korra or The Last Airbender? Um, Yeah, The Last Airbender because it's better, but. I never seen Korra, so I can't really. Should, to it's very. It's also very good. You should. Watch I want to watch it, but I just never get around to watching anything except The Sopranos every year and a half. Okay. Yeah. Yo, uh, I ever tell you about how when I was in sixth grade, I thought that I like I was ready to sue Nickelodeon. I was like, that's my idea for the Avatar. 
because I had a creative writing project where I wrote about five elements coming together in one person to save the world or some bullshit. And then, like, literally, like, three months later, like, whatever, I did this project in, like, October. And then by, like, January or February, Avatar had released their first trailers on Nickelodeon. And I was like, these motherfuckers came to West Philly, stole my idea. They're not going to pay me. I was, like, so upset. Yeah, then how, it was just my favorite how show. How often do you think that happens? I feel like it happens to me a lot. All the time, yeah. That's Inception, man. It's that movie. It's like, oh, I had an idea. Two years later, it's like, oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. I just... I felt that way with almost all of my favorite rappers. Oh, Childish right. Gambino for a little bit. I was like, why can't I just be weird and a rapper? And then that was that. Rock Marciano. I was like, why can't I just be a pimp but a rapper? And that was that. Fear, guts, anxiety. Yeah. Whatever, That's why I'm what, doing... What, whatever it... Whatever that is, I, I I see it all the time, and I'm like, I don't I don't want that kind of, I don't yeah I don't yearn for notoriety. Hmm. That that's not a life that's appealing, appealing to me at, at all. What to be like the face of something, or be like a? <laughs> no, like make make more money than I'm good for off of. Is notoriety off, off, directly off of what I do? But is notoriety directly in, related to money? Doesn't have to be a monetary thing. In in our market, yes. I I, I I would say so. So yeah, looking at someone like Childish Gambino, I'm like, yeah, Donald Glover is amazing. But he, you didn't think twice about him on Thirty Rock, and then he starts yeah. starts rapping, comes out with Atlanta, and he had this depth within himself. Brought it out. It's like, yeah, that's cool. I don't. Yeah, we all have something there. We have we, and it's cooking. Yeah. Just like those burps. Yeah. I'm just not. I guess I guess on my end, I'm mostly not willing to. Yeah, I I don't want to make myself vulnerable enough at times to hmm. to, to, to just be like. I I can get out there. I can I can go do this shit. I can, but think about he like he built, you, you he, can be fa- you can be so famous enough, and dude, like I don't know, I think about getting like thirty under thirty Zagat bullshit in Philadelphia. Yeah, and having that plaque and the Billy Penn plaque for like fifteen people under whatever under thirty that I got the same year, and have them buried in a file cabinet upstairs. I don't give a fuck about them. Well, it and, and and it's like that that world can take you to another level, and I just don't have that capacity. Well, like there's all right. Well, and I don't want that capacity. I can I, I just can, just I in can, your field or whatever, and like the yeah, exactly. It's in it's in, you it's can in get that that you can get that Zagat plaque or whatever, and it could be posted on your wall while your business sucks for five straight years. Yeah, it's like well in twenty in twenty thirteen we were the shit. It's like well what about now? Like you haven't yeah, exactly you haven't tried to grow. No, I know, yeah, and like the we have we got best of Philly, and I I feel like we should take it down soon. Like, uh, you don't want to be the pizza place with the we got the best chili, best chili in twenty fifteen. Yeah, it's like it's not. Yeah. It, it's it's funny. It's supposed to mean something to you, and it means something to does to, it to people. I don't know people in that state, it's and, just, and, they're, and they're okay with it. Sometimes and, it just means like someone is acknowledging that you exist. You know. Yeah, but why do you got to keep displaying it? It's just... Because what... Sometimes it's just, uh, you know, like... 
An accolade is an accolade, but why do you, you know, why do you got to keep... But you can't act like if you ever get to a point in your career or your life where, like, people know you for something specifically, you can't act like you, uh... You're never going to be famous for beer. You the might, mo- you the might most be. famous people in the world for beer are barely famous. Yeah, and what if you want to be known for something else other than, like, the business you own and, like... The work that you put in there and, and kind of just... I guess then you change how you operate, right? You just become less involved to become more of like a behind the scenes. Like, you see this a lot in like sports, right? So like uh, the Clippers, right? They had an owner that no one no one except NBA people knew. Just this, this shitty dude, Donald Sterling. He was like Donald racist. Yep. He sucked. Steve Ballmer, who Ballmer, worked for, yeah. Micro- yeah, who worked for Microsoft, yeah. he was... A mil- he's been a millionaire for 25 years. Billionaire. He's been he, a billionaire. Yeah, he's been extremely rich, extremely well known within that community. But he wanted to become, he wanted to have his face on something. He couldn't put his face on Microsoft because that was Bill Gates' thing, right? Yeah. He couldn't just say this is I'm the reason why they're successful. I'm the re-. he puts his face on this franchise, and now he's like one of the most famous dudes in the country because he's like he, now he now he's on Jimmy Kimmel. He's going to Jimmy Fallon. He's doing all this shit just because he wants, he wants us to have his face out there. I don't even know where I'm going with this, but I guess it's just saying that like, uh, there's a stark difference between having notoriety because you want to have it, and having that fame because mm-hmm. you're doing something yeah. right. Does that make any sense? Totally. Yeah. Like if you were out here acting like an asshole and be like, crime, like if you took that pla- best in Philly plaque and then you just like. Put it in the Instagram bio, put it everywhere, like kept shit, you know, hashtag best in Philly, all this stuff. And people would get tired of it. Yeah. But if you there, just kept we, treating it. We could it, have like 23 different, like little, li- little league plaques. Like it's a child up there. Yeah. They yeah. got like best, best handles. Yeah. Best best t- handles, Harlem Gold Trotter. Uh, best, best T ball hitter. Yeah. It, you can get instead, that. Instead, we nailed it to the wall with the shittiest tack. You could imagine, yeah, in its laminated form that it came in. Yeah, yeah. it deserves it. It deserves its placement. And there it stays <laughs> since twenty seventeen. Yeah, twenty seventeen. Yeah, summer. Hey, I don't know. Faxel throws it up. They're twenty sixteen. They didn't even get best of. Yeah. So, hold it down. <laughs> um. Well, anyways, I appreciate what you guys have done for this neighborhood and all the hard work you've put in. You know, we haven't even touched the surface. I know, but it's, <laughs> yeah, man, it's still been a lot. You got to think about where where you started and where you are now. So it's a lot of progress. It's a lot of man hours. It's a lot of sleepless nights. It's a lot of being having zero dollars in your bank account. You know. Netflix not working because you can't pay for you know it's all this little stuff that like just adds up. It's like it's been a long five years, and you guys you guys are deserving of the place that you have in this neighborhood because there's a lot of there's a lot of businesses that can open up any tomorrow or a year from now and have the capital and have the backing and not have any of the support in the neighborhood and they, they'll be gone. Sure. Well, but I... by by earning earning the respect of the people who actually live here. They could have been here ten years. They could have been here twenty. Yeah, you, know, you get you got like I've been in this neighborhood tw- twenty plus. I've been in this neighborhood my whole. I was born on 29th Street. 
I think it was a slow, uh, you know, climb to the top. Yeah. For earning the respect of the neighborhood. You know, like, when we first started, we didn't, you know, we we were, like, so such a new business. And, you know. Weren't people fighting you on the name and shit? It was like, crime and punish. What is this, a cop bar? What yeah. is that? Well, yeah. That, yeah, that shit. Yeah. yeah, we had yeah we had a lot of problems, and you know now we've raised you know thousands of dollars for local schools thanks to Mike and yeah yeah you know give and go athletics yeah Andre hey shout, shout out to Andre yeah. shout out to Andre yeah. shout out to Andre and Caleb Brett. yeah dude I don't know we <laughs> it's funny talking yeah can I talk about Donna Bullock on this you like, can talk about whoever you want yeah, yeah our, our state. State yeah, yeah. Con- congresswoman, yes, sir. that I raise more money for local, sh- like direct local nonprofit work out of my brewery than she does provide. F- Beer pays the bills, yo. For this neighborhood, yo. Yeah. And yo, I called, I, got, I, call, I called her Go out. Go off, King. Well, no, I called her out like two years ago at a meeting and got and I got trouble from from Kevin at the CDC about it. Yo, when you're city controller, bro. Hey. No, yeah. I think about it. Well, y- you know the conversations I have about after my after my five my official five years is done with CMP, and I will I kind of want to work for the Commerce Department, and I know I could just you know have an impact. Have, I could have an impact. Good. I could with my connections get a job there pretty easily, and and yeah, I'd like to yeah make the city more familiar with direct non-profit funds that you can work for the shit that we do through giving out the shit that we do through people's paper co-op like that kind of stuff making money for that like building you guys have been doing like stuff since like day one right like yeah that, since that, day, that first winter or before like, before day one we were doing fundraising <laughs> yeah. yeah and first crime and punishments right well, well yeah what was with was with andre yeah yeah and yeah, I just coached the Little League team this past spring. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. Do you like coaching the young kids, by the way? It's always fun. I d- uh, yeah, I, d- I did enjoy it. Shout out to my first basketball I team, man. I couldn't Park. make it every week, but uh, now yeah. all the kids on the block that didn't know me know me now. <laughs> yeah, there we go. And they're like, oh, Coach Mike, can I get a quarter? I'm like, all right. <laughs> a quarter? What can yeah, you even well, give them we used to give getting, them, getting gum and We stuff? used to give them quarters. Uh, they could collect like 75 cents and go get a bag of chips after practice. Yo, let me get a dollar. What? <laughs> I yeah. for a dollar. Well, Jalen did. Yeah, shout out to Jalen. He'll actually <laughs> just be like, Yo, I can't get no one. Let he me get a dollar. Pi- he could pitch. Oh, he, he can? Yeah. That's usually the indicator of the best athlete on the baseball team, by the way. Yeah. Well, he's a, the youngest kid who can He was can like pitch. a chubby kid. He was like a chubby 10-year-old. He could fucking pitch his ass off. What about the batter, though? Nah, that doesn't mean anything. No, that's the hardest thing, Because the bats are different in youth leagues. It doesn't. No, it's not indicative. Yeah. If you if you can we pitch, had, we had, if you yeah. can pitch at a young age, you're yeah. probably going to be okay, the best. Okay, so we had Jalen, we had Jalen, Nazir, uh-huh. and Jesse, mm-hmm. and she was a girl, plays okay. shortstop, dope. She lives on the block, and yeah, we could all we could all play. And this is yeah, yeah, this is money with CMP that's helping run this place, helping not just keep like, the lights on, man, keep do the, everything, and we'll just get them uniforms. Like they're showing showing them playing kid playing kid like white kids in Fairmount, and you ain't got unis, and you can through your business buy these kids uniforms, and the city's not gonna do it, the state's not gonna do it. Nobody's gonna do it. And a you, lot of the parents can't do it. You know yeah, I mean? none of the parents can do it. Not a, yeah, not a lot. There's some grandmas that could do it. That's part of the reason why like basket. You, 
you know one of the main reasons why basketball is the most popular sport in the black community is because you need the least amount of things to do it. And it's one of the hardest sports. Because yeah. you have to learn how to play every every position. Well, yeah, you just do whatever your height dictates. But, like, honestly, yeah. like, all you need is shoes. You don't need a ball because some you need one yeah. person to have a ball out of ten people. Yeah, show up with your friend. Show someone's, up with your friend. Someone's got to have a ball. Yeah. You don't even have to wear basketball shorts. I remember, like, yeah, I've, I've, yeah. I coached at a league, and, like, some of those kids, they would just come up in, like, khaki shorts this was ba- or some this was baseball. pants or whatever. This was baseball, though. Yeah, which, you know. And so you need a little extra. You need, that, you need to bring your own you glove, need, your own yeah. bet. Trying to get the Cleats. city to pick up the dog poop on that on that field was a pain uh, in the that's ass. Gross. Yeah, and, yeah, the, and, and the city uh, and the city is like owns it. Yeah, the city sucks with stuff like that. The city sucks with almost everything. That's they ain't like, showing up to pick up the poopy. I'm sitting there fucking picking that, up dog poopy out that lot. Only thing that the city <laughs> is good with is picking up trash. And most of the neighborhoods in the city. They got decent on that. Yeah. They're get, they've been past, getting better. Past pe- five years. Yeah. People have been complaining because, like, I, yo, I could be an old man and talk about littering all day, man. <laughs> it bothers me. I hate when people throwing their mattresses out without the cover. Like, they're not going to come get it. Don't put it at the corner of the street. It's a, The bag costs, like, $2. It's, like, not that big sure, a deal, sure, bro. Sure. It's, we can keep these streets clean if people just try. You know, That's, that's the beauty of beer, though. <laughs> We can, can make donate it. a lot of money to things that matter, right? Make it happen. Yeah, dude. People, yeah. Make it happen out here. That's the thing that, yeah, that blows my mind is that we still pay our, we, we, we pay our 10% tax that we owe to the city and do a shit ton of work in our neighborhood and do a shit ton of work with non- si- nonprofit work outside of this, outside of this neighborhood for the city it's not and it's yeah that's cut that's that's cutting from my picture that's cutting from yeah, the you're pictures. sacrificing you're sacrificing your own time but your it's own money but it's not a, it's not like some sort of like yeah it's, it's it's not like it's gonna stop us yeah it's more than just the dollar value it's just like you actually give a shit about where you're yeah and so where uh, you rest your head at uh, uh, yeah annette jenning bryan thank you for interviewing me like two years ago on npr on uh, Keystone Crossroads. Yeah, there we go. And I and I talked to her. Do you know her? Ooh ooh. No. Yeah, shout out to her. Let me t- let me talk about gentrification in Brewery Town. Let me be real with her about how. There's a lot of misconceptions about the people that are moving in the tax abatement shit and mm, the pr- the, pr- the price is going up. But for like anyone who whatever. Like when I talk about the regulars from like three, three and three and four years ago. Yeah, but I think they were already there. A lot. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. A lot of these people have been in this neighborhood for ten, twelve, fifteen years. They, yeah. these are people who have like, not. I'm not going to say earned their spot, but they're not like. A lot of these people don't even come. From, these people don't even have money. Like a lot of my friends that live in Brewerytown mm-hmm. are poor assholes who don't have anything, and they're just like working three and Catch, four jobs. Catching and, good, yeah, catching good rent. For the time being, they, yeah, they moved in at a great yeah, time, yeah. which makes sense, is because that's what kind, that's kind of what gentrification. Like you, you come in when the prices are low. They moved in when like their house was like nine hundred dollars for three bedrooms. Nobody you know, moves, like, you know, and they just they've been there for six years. It's like all right, like you can shit on some of these these people trying to get these condos built. Those dudes that are trying to buy, it's not that many people trying to buy $400,000 properties on 29th Street. Everybody doesn't have that money. No. And if you, I don't even, I don't even know like a single person that's bought a, one of those, one of those properties. I probably see them. Oh, I'm not friends with any of those people. Yeah. Those aren't people that come into the bars. Those aren't people that do any, they don't do anything in the neighborhood at all. 
Those are people that are still going downtown and going to Market Street. Yeah, we're just living like a suburban lifestyle. I don't know with yeah, children. At, yeah, at home, like they just don't leave. They got a nanny they, and they shit. They got a nice, yeah, decent house. Like cleaned up new property, whatever that is. I don't know, man. It's 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 next level. I can't even, I can't even understand it half the time. Yeah. This place is so much different from when you first moved in, man. It's crazy. Yeah, it's a different world. 11 years ago? 10, 10, 11 years ago? 10 years ago, yeah. 2009? I was still in high school. Yeah. I was a high school dropout. See, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, there was still Happy Garden. That's gone. That's still boarded up, too. Yeah, right on the ad, right there on Gerard. On 26, yeah. Yeah. I used to go there all the time when I was a kid. There used to be a place, I think I they... would go. I would go there and buy... Two general so and white rice meals, and that would last me the week, and that's what I lived uh, off. That's what I lived serious? off of. Yes, that's I was so up. broke, and then I was working. <laughs> I was so working as a TSS for the school district, and making you know I was making <laughs> I was making thirty four a year, making more than I make now, and but I had a shit ton of student debt to pay for. That's fucked up, man. Yeah, I, I mean, I eating two I, general souls a week. <laughs> yeah, and then I bought a fucking like Were five like, pound I, bag of rice. Oh yeah, that's a good rice and potatoes. Yeah, dude, that's what you get when you like have no. <laughs> I learned how to get really good at steaming rice. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Doing those like uh, half moon potatoes, you just you just put them in the oven or whatever, roast them. Just, I mean, yeah, you, you know, can, you when you get it. home and you're tired, you can't really cook. You just good put hash some in the oven. all day. Yeah, yeah. I don't, yeah I don't buy know. a shred or get one, not a shredder, like a hand shredder, like you know. Right. Yeah. There but, you go. Yeah, but right now it's it's a whole different. It is a whole different world. So many more people walk on the block. Like, I couldn't even imagine. There were three shootings in the first six months that I lived on 26th and Gerard when I first moved there. Okay. Like, six, like, straight. Blah, blah, blah. Yes. My mom used to get, my mom used to watch people get buried in the snow from above Sarah's place. Yeah. Almost every, like, during during this one, one of the, like, their most brutal winters, like, in terms of just, like, snowfalls, like, over a foot of snow on the ground, just, like, people just getting shot, and they just leave them there. And she would call the cops, and she would be like, "There's a body out here," and then people were like, "She can't keep calling the cops, or we're gonna we're gonna hurt your granddaughter." And then they they were like, "All right, yeah, stop calling the cops." Yeah, it's it's this neighborhood. I think the thing is here. that let, let it be here, please. The neighbor, na- the spirits this, stay. This this neighborhood was so crazy in the '80s and '90s. I think a lot of people are their feelings are hurt that like. You know, they watch so many people' lives get changed, hurt, lost on these same corners. And now it's like, oh, it's Rob Brewer's Crime and Punish. All these places, like, motherfuckers just hanging out, reading a book and eating. But then you got to realize that that's good for the neighborhood. Because then you can do stuff for the neighborhood. Sure. Like, have these little leagues. Yeah. You know, uh, summer programs. Kids can walk the street. I never used to be able to leave the... Bo- I never used to be able to leave the corner up until I was, like, a teenager. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If I ever... I remember one time I was, like, 11. I had a Razor scooter. I went down to the the laundromat on... Uh, what is that? 25th? Right before you get to Gerard College or whatever? Yeah. yeah. Next yeah, to yeah, the mattress yeah. store? Yep. Because they had an arcade machine. I went there. I was there for, like, 20 minutes with, like, 50... Uh, like, a dollar... A dollar 50. Playing the Pac-Man or whatever. And my grandma, she sent people this. She's like, where the fuck did he go? Like, you can't be just walking around this neighborhood. Like, it's... Yeah, dude, there, should be la- there was laundry on 28th until six months ago. I got to pee again. Oh, yeah. that They're doing a good job over there, though. You want to double dip? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to cross streams. <laughs> Big Mike, you're on your own. What am I going to talk about? Whatever you want, man. Whatever you want.
cut this in post. This is like if I never got married. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> How long have you been married now? Two summers. Yeah. How's that? Yeah, uh, you know, that's good. We bought a boat. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, we bought a boat. A motorized boat or like a sailboat? Okay, okay. With a, with a motor. Where is it at? Uh, right now, it's at my parents'. I'm working on it. You bought it like you used or whatever? You got to put some work into it? Oh, yeah. It's uh, 79. Mm. Oh, day 23. Yeah, it's an old boy. That's pretty cool. What are you going to do with it? Uh, Take some summer trips some like a, or like... Yeah, just sail it around. Go down to Virginia or some shit? We're on a list for Lake Nakamixon. It's up in Quakertown. Mm. We we didn't get a wet slip. What does that mean? Uh, a a dock basically. <clears throat> okay, like, is it like a registration for your boat? It's like no, it's like a uh, a place to put it for the season. So we don't have like a dock to put it in. You don't have any. Yeah, yeah. it's gonna be in your driveway. Well, there's a dry dock there that's available that we might get. But there's also docks in the Delaware. Yeah, my boy had his. He was right down there on a off of Columbus Boulevard, right there. Yeah, we're probably gonna do that. I think. Can I come out there with you guys? What's, what's bracket? <laughs> Let me come out there. Yeah, dude, you can come out. Yeah, I'm down. I swam in that dirty ass water. Yeah, I'm I don't even know how to swim. I, I wouldn't life. recommend that. But I had a life jacket. Sailing. I had a life jacket. I had a, a rope wrapped around my wrapped around my body. Yeah. It was great. It's fun. Yeah, I just got to find a place to put that bitch. <laughs> yeah. Wait, you think it's going to be up and running by whatever, summer? Early summer? Yeah, hopefully by April. That's crazy. What, a month from now? Yeah, I'm doing some work to it, but yeah. <sighs> we'll see. I got to find a spot for her, so. Yeah. We'll see. And I got to name it. Yeah, well, it's a her, so. I got to name her. You got to name her. It's probably going to be a hop. Delia. Delilah. Delia. Sansom. Might be a Chinook. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, we're at two hours now, so we probably should get out of here soon. Okay. You guys want to give a shout out to anybody? Did you guys have fun, by the way? Yeah, it was, it was good. It was great. It's great just talking to you. I mean, more or less. We used to talk a, all the time, and now I'm never. More or less a, like a recorded conversation. Yeah. <laughs> that we would have otherwise. Yeah, that's what I said before we started. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Any yeah. shout outs you want to have for anyone? Yeah. Uh, can I give a plug to my sponsor, uh, Curtis at Brewers Hardware, uh, out of uh, California? Yeah. Uh, one of the best uh, sanitary welders and homebrew oh, professional yeah. equipment. Out of California, he's shipping you stuff. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, my man. Oh yeah. Ooh, ooh. Curtis knows where it's at. Damn, Curtis. 
Did it. Um. <laughs> what about you? Shoutouts. Yeah. On the day to day. What does that mean? We don't have to stop record. I actually don't even think it's a full two hours because remember I. I kind of fucked up earlier. If I had to give it, here's the thing. Like I always watch people. I I I sense a. You can stop it too. I I sense like a. I get agita, when when people have to thank somebody, because I. When I'm asked to acknowledge, like the individuals in my life that I'm, like uh, thankful for or owe anything to. I can, I immediately like thirty people come to my mind. Yeah. And it's everybody. That's too many. The whole fam. It's everybody, and it's what I take in on a day-to-day basis, and I think that's what, uh, like, uh, catches me, and and make and makes me uh, feel anxious or responsible on on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. Um. You would definitely have the mic turned off on you at the Oscars except this speech. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Yeah. So, <laughs> he he wants to talk about a secret religion that we started. What is that? Let me hear it. Okay. I'm down to join. I mean, it's haram, and I'm gonna go to hell well, anyway. But. Have you watched? Did you see uh, like Killer Mike's uh, country? Oh. He tried to start no, with no, New no, Africa. No. No, 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 no. Okay. I'm down for that. By the way, it, yes. ever since I watched yeah. Coming to America, I've been down with. Buying land in like South or West Africa and just bouncing, and just this is nothing to do with that. But oh, I su- okay. I support uh, the ces- the cessation <coughs> of uh, of New Africa. Okay. Um. Yeah, Bazzini. That's Keller Mike's place. N- no, this is that's a, your place. This is a uh, well. No, this is a. I guess a kind of. The uh, the raw, the raw of it all, the sun, the uh, the Yahweh, light. yeah, the Yahweh, <laughs> the YHWH, the unnamed, uh, the unnamed being, the antic being of all, Bazzini. the first and the last, yeah, that shit from the uh, the Lagos, that movie Bird Box, I don't know what that is, oh. um, anyway. It doesn't have to do much with anything. It's more or less making fun of a nut company out, out of Allentown. Shh. It is the first and the last since 1886. <laughs> the finest quality nuts. Yeah, so there's the finest. I've got the finest quality nuts right here. So I've you got your nuts right here. So there's Jay Shah. Okay. And Jay Shah. Gay shit? What did you say? Jay Shah. Okay. J A Y S H A A is how it's spelled. J Sha. J Sha. You seem really excited, by the way. Yeah, this is. <laughs> I mean, this is who we worship now. Okay. Uh, this is your God. Uh, J Sha is the Jesus figure. Mm, so you're a prophet. Yeah, type of, type of prophet, but on the good side, on the light side, on the constellation side, on anything yellow towards orange. Um, and then you have Satini. Satine. Sati- Satine is what Satine. You, you know about like Saturnalia, Bacchanalia. 
I don't know any. Those sorts of sort of traditions of. Uh, I have no clue. Diving deep in into. Uh, any any kind of world, any kind of way. Why are you saying it like that? Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> because. It, because it <laughs> because it is i'm not joining the call man <laughs> no it's it's funny you've already there joined. were three different t- <laughs> there were three different times today when like an old lady tried to get me to become a jehovah's witness yeah <laughs> i know like how easily you could ignore that you're like you're just shouting it out of your car window have you seen or the watchtower <laughs> yeah what about when they no poke uh, the poke only panels up the <laughs> passenger window to you you know, uh, I mean, when you're just walking by, and they're like, yeah. "Hey, hey, come here!" Yeah, yeah. They're just and then I go to get on it, push them out the like inch top, and you're like, "Oh, all right." This I go to get really on the tr- I go to get on the train. And there's this little tiny little Asian lady handing out pamphlets, and she acts like she doesn't speak English. She definitely does, but like when you say no, she just hands it to you anyway. She's like, "She's something, something Jesus," and then you're like, "Nah, I'm okay," and she just ha- puts it in your hand like she doesn't know what you're talking about. That's when you repeat the words of Jay Shah. And what is that? What do you want? The words of Jay Shah? Yeah. Would you? The words of the Lord himself. The Lord and Savior. Those words go unspoken. They're only uh they're only left to uh to tongue almost. It's only Bazzini's will that communicates them. We haven't even talked about Bazanga. Oh, the or Satine. Uh, what is that? The uh, Satine we've talked not about. Not Two and a Half Men. What's the other show? The Chuck Lorre show. Big Bang Theory. That thing? I Bazinga. That's Bazinga. Whatever it is. That's Klingon. I don't know what the fuck that In is. In some kind of sick way, Mike and I enjoy each other's company be- because we've created... What do you mean sick way? You guys are just... For yeah, well, just just like a... Uh, we see each other more than we see our spouses for the yes, last that happens. Years. Some kind of yeah, That happens like when you work with... Like, entertaining. When it's I work with Kenny, I saw Kenny more than I saw my my kids, my anybody. I was just with him 12 hours a day. Just like that's how it happens. Inside jokes take a long time. Yeah, and sometimes you create cults that have, you know... A, Couple thousand followers, making each other yeah. no big deal. Perhaps it's oh, everyone that's a, a following you on on the Instagram is part of the cult. Is there one too hearted left? Is that all we've got left? Yeah, we have a hundred thousand followers on Instagram. No, no, it's, it's two, it's two deal. beers left. All right, that yeah. other one is left. The we got the hammer from Thomas. Yeah. All right. You want we'll that? Crack that two hearted. You don't want the, that one? The hammer, whatever. The hammer's a lot. I should have got more beers. I think we're starting to get somewhere. Yeah, good. I'm down. Maybe. What? What are you trying to get out of here? You no. got to get back to Roxboro. Yeah, he's done. I just have to walk him thankfully. Shout out to Roxboro, man. There's really nothing. John Hartley. Wait, you ever go to? You ever go to TNF that deli on Ridge Avenue? It's, I'm at TNN. An, I'm actually in Andorra, so. I mean, yeah, but it's like whatever. It's seven minutes from where you live, probably. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's an hour at least. Where are you at in Andorra? The furthest way from Philadelphia County you could imagine. He, Pass up. He's in the blurred. He's in the blurred line. Yeah, the blurred. Yeah. Before, like, before you start getting like, what is that, Norristown or some BS? Um, what town? What town is that? Right out outside of White Marsh. I believe it's called Scranton. Actually, 
You know some bullshit. I'm White Marsh. It's like the nearest high school out there. <sighs> it's, it's Montgomery so County. So, wait, you live in Roxborough. He lives you in Andorra. And. Andor. So how far are you from the Andorra Mall? What's the Andorra the strip, Mall? The strip, the strip mall with the public yep, library. With the, the cold. With games, the public library. The GameStop, I think, is the Chili's out there. Oh, that's uh, actually Applebee's. And I'm about Applebee's. Ooh, a block away. That's his backyard. You're a block away? That's yeah. his backyard. You're not that far away from TN, TNN Deli. It's like right on Ridge Avenue. No, I know. Yeah. Shur's Lane. Yeah, it's that's your thing. Yeah, you're in Philadelphia, but you're not really in. Philadelphia. That's not Philly at What's all. That you? Uh, technically, it's in the Philadelphia tax area. I know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. You don't want this. It's I, a pale ale. I got that from. Uh, Do you want to switch? I got that from Rob Brew. I didn't even have the. Yeah, I got that from Rob Brew. I haven't had it too hard at an ever so. Oh well, it looks like we're in for another ninety minutes, folks. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna be in here for a minute. Yo, you know why the city's limits are so big in Philadelphia? You know? It's because uh, when the city was at its poorest over the past 200 years, they would just they would just take pick a neighborhood and they'd be like, oh, this is within city limits now. And then, like, Germantown's like, what? Yeah. And like, oh, I mean, it just is because they needed tax money. Yeah, the Germantown, Chestnut Hill, Nice Town, Roxborough, many all these neighborhoods are just like, nah, you're... What do you mean? You're a part of the city now. They did that for like a hundred years. And did, just did you watch like the like WPVI like uh, like the six ABC station and uh, in Philadelphia did a documentary paid for a documentary series uh, that did from like Native American onset until like the 1990s. What do you mean Native American onset? Like uh, the like Algonquian and Delaware, yeah. s- the Schuylkill. Ooh, that's where we got all those names from. Isn't that weird? Yes. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Top of Hawking is the street that I uh, grew up off of, and uh, exactly in Germantown, Susquehanna. And it, and it just—I yeah. think it just—it literally just means land of the turtles. Yeah. Turtle town. Yeah. Yeah. But man. like most of the places we're in now are like. Were, were a farmland, and it was Dutch. The first white people here Pennsylvania were Dutch. Were yeah. Dutch. Yeah. Pennsylvania Dutch. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Pennsylvania Dutch. Yes. So is Jamel, my wife. I'm sorry. I haven't seen her in a long time. Yeah. Well, she's she's got a disease right now. What does that mean? She's <laughs> she's got the shingles. She does. Yeah. How do, isn't the shingle? Don't you get the shingles from like stress? Um, yeah. Well, can't you get it? She's married to me, so she's married to you, and she has her own life, like her own job that like stresses her out. Yeah, and then she's and then you come home, you're like, I just bought a boat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> then she's married to me, so it's a whole nother. That's thing. cool. She gotta talk to Brett. We gotta get Brett on here somehow. She's gonna which Brett? Like, Brett Steiger. He's the last person I knew that had shingles. He had shingles? that hangs out with yeah. he hangs out with Mac and He's, stuff, right? Yeah. He's yeah, a, that's my boy. He's a fit adult. He what just is, got back from three weeks in Mexico. He I love went, that dude. He went back to like do a job and then come back. Yeah, Brett could be all day. I love that dude, man. I tried to buy his motorcycle off him one one year. He was like, so, I mean, he's so like, I mean, it hasn't been yeah. running. He's like, it has been running for a while, but no. <laughs> he's like, I'm never going to get back on it, but no. He's like, he, it's a project for him, I guess. What do you do with it? I think he's working on it piece by piece. It's like a boat. And you just put it in your yard. 
It's like a, a motorcycle is just like a boat. You yeah, just like, you know, spend lots of money and never mm-hmm. use it. And no, you spend no money on a motorcycle. That's what they, that's what that's for. Well, somebody spends money on it. Hmm. My dad had a bike. There's no way I'm going to wait with that shit. He's still got ring, a bike. Ring, why not? He's got a bike still, right? Who? Your dad. My pops? Yeah. Yeah. What do you mean you can't get away with a bike, though? What's wrong? Why can't you get away with a bike? I'm not going to. I'm never. Like, there's no reason for it. He doesn't want a bike. Yeah. Why would. I would like a bike, but I would only like a little, like, scoot. Scoot. And scoot, the, scoot. Like, like scoot fuck. To, like, fuck around on. <laughs> like, but I'm not going to spend $1,200. On something that's gonna That's not a lot of money by the way, twelve hundred bucks. And you get like seventy miles a gallon or some crazy <laughs> ass <laughs> yeah, I could, yeah. Well it it all happened yeah. because my friend Joe and I split costs on a Honda It looked like a fucking vacuum. It was an eighty cc scooter. Mm, I don't know that one. I don't know what you're talking about. Is that like some shit from that movie Sino Man with uh Anyway. And what happened to it? So we drove it to work for like a year and a half mm. when I was in college. Joe Hunter? Uh, uh, no. Uh, Joe oh, that's Turnover. my boy. Honda Elite. Well, you know Joe Hunter? I didn't even have to look it up. Yeah, bro. He's also a circle jerk, right? Yeah. He drove. I didn't even circle. have to look it up. Honda, <laughs> Honda Elite. Mm, yeah. The Elite was a vacuum, and you could just drive that to work. It was nothing. Yeah. I have $8 for gas. Let's make this last six days. Mm, it did pretty much, yeah, yeah. Let's go. It was my junior year of college. Gotta get by. Shout out to Joe Hunter, man. That's my boy. Yeah, Joey H. He's just getting back from Vegas tonight. He went to Vegas. Yeah, I want to get him on because he's all into wrestling. I don't know anything about wrestling, but he was at the first crime punishment meeting. You were talking about Are you serious? Yeah, before we are business. Yeah. Are you serious? Oh yeah. Damn, that's crazy. I work for him, and uh, I work for Pizza Dads. Yeah, the old daddy dads. Yeah. I uh, did the plumbing to open up Pizza Dads, and then towards the end, I was like, "Yo, you got? I need to actually need a weekend job. You guys need help?" Mm. And he's Plumber. like, "I don't know." He's like, "I don't know." Email Andrea, and then I think like two people didn't show up for them, and I was like washing dishes there, making pizza. I was prepping. I actually still have their recipe book in my Google Drive. Yeah, man, he lives his fucking life. That's my man, yo. He's cool. I've got all respect for him. <laughs> you trying to do some plumbing at the new CNP? Oh, what? 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 <laughs> yo, I'm not editing that out. Where at? Where is it? That's what? Um, I'm out of my house. Oh, okay. I got you. Yeah. I'll come help you out with some plumbing. I got a pro press. What? What are you talking about? He you bought a fucking pro press. Why? Yeah. You know. Why? 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 Well, for you know plumbing. You got all the heads. He buys them. The four heads, the half inch, quarter inch, inch. inch I got all the heads that Kenneth Klein has. Till he gets more. When See, I the thing is, Kenny actually. Two hearted Ken- blows away Avery. Yeah, dude. Two hearted blows this away. Anton, yeah. can you be the objective source? Between oh the Avery yeah it does. What's the date? I mean I had both. What's of the them. date on the Avery? This is this is uh literally like a year old two nineteen eighteen. Gross. Yeah. Wait, that's the bu- that's the can date. Yeah. 
public service announcement. More than a year old. That's weird. <laughs> Why am I just getting it from Robru now? Public service announcement. Please don't do not buy drink that beer. your IPAs. <laughs> don't buy that beer. It's a year old. old. Yeah. Please drink it's them It's four fresh. years old. You can't rate that kid. Drink them within two weeks. Come get it. Please. Wait, uh, what's the date on your joint? I don't even know how to read it. There's those are, are Those aren't that old. They're like January of this year. 128 mm. was what I saw. Yeah, I drink out of a keg that you guys uh, pumped into. Yeah. Uh, ooh, are we giving them a shout out right now? Three uh, years later. Yeah, shout out to Ben, man. Uh, 120, 128.19. On the, on the left are you side. Serious? Left side, bottom. You can see it. Hmm. That's weird. Why is that one? Okay, do, I do you see it? Like... Yeah, that's old. But well, one opposed, is a month ago, opposed, one is a year ago. Two eighteen eighteen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> one is like a full year ago. <laughs> Other one is like a month ago. Uh, we're gonna give a shout out right now to uh, to Ben Bly. Ben Bly. He, yeah, I look, do a radio show with him every Thursday. Vi- Actually, one of our episodes just dropped just now today. Yeah, uh, I love. I love to just listen to some music with you. Uh, I cut out all the music for the podcast because you can't. I don't want to get stricken. And took yep, it down. yep, yep. Yeah. But I mean, Thursdays at nine on ninety two point nine FM, or uh, you can listen on TuneIn Radio, or on the website. It doesn't matter. We owe station dues, so we can't do the show today. So you're always down. Thank you, man. Yeah. I yeah. do a bunch. I do too much media and not enough money back for all the stuff that I do. Ben hey. at Revised Studios. Revised Studios. Also Benjamin Blah on Instagram. I got to pee. Yeah. They. Uh, <laughs> They happily did our bathrooms and our secret, 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 double secret trap door into Ooh. our basement that many of you have drank in, uh, on top of and haven't fallen through. Yeah, seven and eight tables. Yeah. Uh, you're welcome. It's not going anywhere. No. I We've even, pulled I tanks up and down through those trap doors for a couple of years now. and uh, I can't even imagine great. like... Yeah. Life without it. No. What would that cost us? I don't know. The lives, probably. <laughs> we didn't know how to do it. Hey. Kept it. You can keep you can keep shit like that though. Yeah. That's <laughs> I think that's grandfathered in now. Well, at this point. Yeah. Thank you, uh, Benjamin Bly and Revised Studios for your uh Amazing engineering and uh, general construction skills. Just keeping on the down low. Yeah. And rather pull permit. Whoa, why you got to make it hot? Why you got to do that? (laughs) (laughs) Never hot. I just always want to get on top. uh, I will always get on top of government not working well. Yeah, the government sucks. It's fine. It's fine here. It's not. But... Uh, not, man. So you leave when you leave <laughs> it up to pub- public sources of money, and people who pay their who pay a- the ass out for their taxes, especially business small business owners here, to raise money for you. Come on, Tom Wolf. Come on, come Tom on, Wolf. Jim Kenny. Fucking dick. You're on the top of sh- you're on the top of shit. Let me see you out in the streets, bro. It's on site. On site, yes. On site, yes. <laughs> even <laughs> even well. I I don't know. I didn't want to be bring up Daryl Clark, because he's done good things, but he but he fucking did 
autonomous zoning, pro they've, like they've development, us. pro development zoning on us. Like it wasn't was it like it wasn't no thing. Exactly. That's stupid. I actually remember we used to be there before Crime and Punishment. I think it was a record store. There was a record store. There was a bike store. It was like ten things. It was a candy store. A record. It was a record store. Can candy store. Record store. Bike store. And then it was like a weird art installation for like two years that no one paid attention to. There's a no, woman. No one there, well, there was a woman like selling. It was just like a shale exhibit before us that was just all yeah. about like anti-fracking, which is dope. That's crazy. And then we moved in, and and Andre was back there. Give and Go was back there. They just had like office space in it in that building, and we kind of shared it, right? Yeah. yeah, 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 man. It's been a it's been a long time, man. I bet if you would have told, I bet if you would have told yourselves where you were right now, five years ago, you'd be you'd still be like, what the fuck, what the fuck are you talking about? I guess so. It in just the, wouldn't make any sense. In the depths of life, I don't mind. <sighs> what about you? Um, no, I think I agree with you. I think like uh, it wouldn't have, it would have it would have been kind of where you wanted it would have been where you wanted to be, but it wouldn't make that much sense for what you knew back then. I don't I don't mind you know where now. I am. It's not about minding where you are. It's just like a you know, there's no real way to predict where life would take you, right? Not at all. And then, like you no, know, no. you know so little going into something, you just want to start a. You have an idea. You're like, yeah. I want to start this business. So you know, I have these friends. I have these ideas. I, you know, we. I believe in myself. But even like the way the business started, you know, when the doors opened, the doors opened three and a half, four years ago, when you first started actually working towards it and quitting your jobs and shit, five years ago, it just. It still seemed like a long shot. Yeah. You know? Yeah. To it's be still, it still does, honestly. Like But like you gotta think about it like you got you're not there every day all day now. You don't have to be. No, we no. But like you're not there right now. You got like if this was three and a half years ago, you would be there right now. Yeah. You'd be there panicking over some shit yeah, that's but not we're that also, big a deal. Yeah, we're also not like huge. We're just like we exist off it's of a, it's a family. It's like a it's a small tight knit group of like yeah, you know, people you can, people work you can rely on during the week. Yeah, yeah. If it, ha- it has to feel good at this point, you know, to not. Yeah, but I think we. Sh- you wake up. You like you wake up in the middle of the night for your own shit now. You know. I think we should have done it soon. We should have started had, before college. Oh. We should have hired people sooner than we did. It was, you know. But it was harder to yeah, do. You, know, you didn't have any money. You didn't have any money back then. Who are you going to hire with enough. no money? Who are you going to who are you going to tell how to who, who are you going to teach how to do what you do when you don't even know what you're doing yet? Yeah, still every day is an experiment. Yeah, yeah. we definitely didn't teach anybody. <laughs> yeah, all your well, all your, all your best coworkers learn from experience, you know. Yeah, well they taught they taught us. You hired a bunch of seasoned bar vets and like, yeah. you know. Yeah, and 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 treated like an incubator. At least I do. I'm not. I, I I didn't. I didn't start the place to like fucking run a like a restaurant. Yeah, you started to, <laughs> to like, yeah make a little like beer spot, and now and to spread the word of Bazine. Yeah, spread the word of fucking Bazine. Yeah, shout out to Bazine. Yeah, yeah. Please, Bazine. <laughs> <Just shout laughs> um. Whoa, my <laughs> mic was going out. 
<laughs> That's his spirit. That's the spirit of a zine. Yes. Damn, don't give it a fuck. Ooh, ooh. Oh, zine is out there. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my okay. goodness. He's out in the wild. Now it's rice. Now it's fucking uh, quinoa. Now quinoa. I love quinoa, quinoa man. Now it's I love everything. taking the quinoa. I'm, like, I put it in the rice pot with the white rice, man. It should taste. It smells horrible, but, but it tastes really good. might as well good. be that. Don't talk about putting milk in your IPAs. Okay. <laughs> Here we are. <laughs> I'm about to punch you. <laughs> Nobody can see. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm two feet away from his face. I'm about to punch. <laughs> he's good. like seven feet, <laughs> so it's fine. Yeah, well, he's all the way across the room, and he's. That's good. We yeah. did a good job tonight. Of. Uh, I'll give it a C minus. What for this podcast? A C minus. Yeah. yeah. No, nah, you guys were a good episode. I could, I could usually tell towards the end. You're gonna do it all in post and edit it, so it sounds. I good. don't edit anything. I just take. No. I take a song, I take an instrumental, I'll put it at the beginning, and then I'll put it at the end, and that's it. A C minus, wow. Yeah, we didn't show up to perform. No. H- how how could the performance have gone better? Well, uh, we could, sometime, I, sometimes you can uh, have more an idea of what you want to talk about. Yeah. But you you guys are you already spent the first hour talking about what you had in, on your mind because yeah, you, but we didn't really you talk. Can't, you came into this thinking of it as like a business thing. It's like crime and punishment, not just Mike and Mike. It wasn't a Mike Wombo, Mike Wom- Mike Paul thing. It was just a crime and punishment thing. Yeah. Which that would be my advice for the next time you come on. It's just like it's not a business. It's just both of you. I feel like we did a terrible <laughs> job talking about the business and also talking about you, us as individuals. You told a lot about the business. And then, like, if someone, I honestly think people will listen to this as, like, advice. It would be like, oh, how I should start my shit. Yeah. It's like listening to these If you're idiots. still listening right now, don't listen to anything <laughs> we've said as advice. Honestly, we have no idea what we're talking about. And uh, we're poor business owners. Literally uh, poor and also poor. Yeah. Everyone uh, is poor. Your success is usually based off your age, not about what you do. Well, we're, you know, 20, uh, 19. So 2019. Yeah. Hey. We're 20 and 19. <laughs> we're 20 and 19. Yeah. Do you remember where you were when you were 19? You remember what type of person you were back then? Do you um, like the type of person you were when you were 19? 19 wow I, I guess so I was I, I lived and, and fought for a life so, so much more tied to uh, religion dictated my life so much then yeah and not too much experience just like a no but but I was yeah I was yeah I was play, playing in like a metalcore band and that's what defined me I don't know, man. <laughs> how he- however it is, Pab- Pabu Pabu came down hard on the on the uh, yeah. This is nothing. So f- so for me, I'm I'm donezo. What whatever whatever comes comes out of uh, my life, let it be known. Uh, Talk talk to these boys tonight. What did I come down hard on? Oh, just 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 heavy on. No, nothing meaning. 
You you guys you guys have been all day all night, been about like, like shit not meaning anything. Very nihilistic. What do you, what do you mean? Fe- mm. Very nihilistic approach. Yeah. No. It's more of a, it's, there. Know. There's yes. I can be pragmatic and realistic all day. Don't. I don't know if that. I see myself as more like a. Especially when I do this, it's like a more honest as what it really means to you. You know. I'd I'd rather hear, and that's the thing I talked about. It's like I'd rather hear everybody talk to each other about what is what's going on in life. But that's what we did, though. Yes, you didn't talk about things that were like. I feel like we talked about a lot that meant a lot of. You know, I didn't actually. A lot of you know. It, I think the dumbest thing. It was thing a I meaningful was like, conversation. The dumbest thing I asked you was like, "What you're watching on TV?" Do you want to hear? Do you want? Can I segue real, real fast? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. All right. So, uh, on Amazon, hold on. Uh, what is the? I don't really know this. What is the dude? You know, the guy that got his penis cut off in the nineties. Uh, oh, oh, John uh, Bobbitt. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. What is his name? John Bobbitt. John Bobbitt. Yeah. Right. So. Janelle started watching that documentary, right? Is it a documentary about that guy getting his dick cut off? Yeah. Yesterday, she watched it, and then she watched the second half, right? And I was like, so, sometimes I think about what am I going to be remembered for, you know? Like, I make beer in, you know, some weird-ass time period or whatever. And beer's been made for fucking thousands of years. It really doesn't matter. Uh, but this dude, right? Yeah, he got his dick cut off. Yeah, and a lot of people got ninety six. By the way, yeah, in in ninety six, Clinton era, and a lot of people said some weird fucking. I mean, I don't want this to make this political, but it's some weird ass fucking shit that was, you know, said around this time period. Like, uh, here we go. Anyway, uh, you know, like. People were like, well, you know, women should, you know, please their husbands and blah, 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 marriage and stuff and, you know, all that. And it was, I was like, what? That's, that's really weird. And yes. Yes. And then I was like, oh, it's the 90s. And I don't blame her for chopping his dick off. No, me neither. And Wait, why'd she chop his dick off? He's a shitty ass well, husband. He, he cheated he on her. He raped her. Oh, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he was like, uh, abus- he was abusing her? <laughs> yeah, he yeah. raped her. But. And and it was really weird, and I was like, "This is weird." Damn, that nigga raped her, yo. Damn, that's crazy. And, what the fuck? But anyway, the, but my whole point was like, the so we're like we're talking about this for some bullshit. Fucking, I hate that we're even talking about this. We're talking about this <laughs> because we're recording a podcast in a basement. Yes. Which is a fucking, you know, 2000s thing, whatever. Yes, sir. But the whole, like, Janelle and I were, like, sitting there watching this thing. And it was, you know, it's very 80s whatever. That's such a black woman name, by the way, Janelle. It is. Well, from a very white Lebanese that, family. Yeah, she's Lebanese very, or she's Italian? Pen, uh, Pennsylvania Dutch. Yeah. Okay, okay. Ooh. So... Uh, anyway, we're sitting there, Janelle, and we're yeah. watching this, and we're la- and I'm like, it's it's really weird to watch such an inconsequential thing happen that happened in our lifetime. And I kind of remember this when I was, you know, six or seven or eight, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah. this thing happening. Vaguely. And it's it's kind of sad to be like, we were talking about it, and she was like, yeah, like, 
we wouldn't be talking about this if this wasn't on the medium that you know we're consuming me mm-hmm. media and social media and all the you know like Amazon Prime or whatever. We won't. We wouldn't have been talking about this thing from the fucking 90s that happened. It's kind of like the OJ trial or something. Like, it's yep. yeah. this historical thing that happened. And the, OJ trial was, and the OJ trial was really different, though. Yeah. Right? But. Because that was like the first. It that had a lot first, to do with like, Los Angeles. It just completely consumed. Yeah. Mod- like, it took. It, it made what modern John media Bobbitt is today. John Bobbitt was post OJ. But Bobbitt, yeah, but all. Bobbitt the, was like today's show. Bobbitt was both still. TMZ, both like. Like, fucking media from around the world. Yes. You know, yeah. it, was, it wasn't as racially charged, but. Yeah, some dude got his dick cut off. Some dude got his dick cut off. Yeah. Yeah, some dude got his fucking dick cut off. I wouldn't even know what but, to do in that situation, bro. <laughs> it, just it's die. just. It's, it's crazy to be like. Oh yeah, and then we're like rewatching it, but like, I was because I'm been I've been rewatching, well, watching Star Trek a bit. <laughs> Which one? The original. And so I think it's it's funny. It's the worst one. Well, I'm working my way through. Okay. So that's how I do things. Uh, so it's just <laughs> funny because you're you're watching this thing that happened when you were alive, and you're like, well. I was alive, but I have no knowledge of yeah, what's I'm, going on. I have on. no knowledge of what happened, and 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 it, it seems so foreign to me. Like it seemed, it seemed so fucking antiquated when I then when they were like talking about women and you know I I want to get too into it. But <laughs> <laughs> just get into it, like get like you have something that you want to say, just like say women what you submitting say. to their husbands and stuff. And it was just I was like, what? This sounds like the fucking sixties. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and then it was like, oh, it was actually the nineties, and yeah, it was just but, insane. Way far back than that, because the sixties is like the start of like American feminism and like being yeah. like this. I'm just mm-hmm. saying how conservative it, you know, it felt. Yeah, it felt very. It felt very foreign to you. Yeah. Um. I don't, yeah, I don't really have a point to this whole thing. <laughs> but does it, a beer has nothing to do with it? Um, yeah, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't, ha- it doesn't have no, to be about I mean, beer. I could, <laughs> there could be a point in there about I could how- definitely tie it into beer culture, but it would take more than uh, 10 minutes. So There could be a point in there about how like uh, women, specifically in the 90s, new wave feminism standing up for themselves could be... Uh, there could be like a weird correlation of like some something that you can under, you can identify with with beer culture with like this is something that already was happening but this event specifically helped bring I can't more speak light. Anything for any woman in the nineties? The nineties for me, that was yeah like born in eighty seven, grown up. Yeah, we were like babies. Like yeah. 90, 90s was my, like my childhood and you my guys were six when and I was my born. teenage years. Yeah. And th- those are just like they're not lost on me, but it's like yeah, I'm there. Like, damn, like what the fuck was that? Dog, my mama. When I think about it, like my mom, my mom in the '90s only. I'm not gonna say she only listened to men, but like the the dudes in her life definitely let her down, and most of them are dead now. So it's just like it, it was a weird ass time, man. Can I trade you? No. Hey, you, you want my, you, you want mine? Accepted your sin. What? How about we sign off and we'll do this again?
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> mm. Thomas's flavor is on. It's spilt. It's called Bazine. I just dropped a beer. Bazine. Mm. All right. My is you. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to pick this up at another time. Yeah, are you tired? You ready to get out of here? We're going to talk about beer, beer culture, and brewery town uh, lifestyle. Everybody stop. Stop. This is Sweet Dog and Friends signing out. Oh, my God. I was going to do that. Please don't do <laughs> This is your boy Sweet Dog, Dirt Dog, Skate Dog, Father, the Gingerbread Man, Dr. Seymour Holes. All these other names. It doesn't matter. I'm here with my friends. I love these guys. We're all really drunk. We're leaving. Bye. Peace. Pabu's Potion signing out.